0: My name is James Rowlands And in 2015 I started the WNR podcast With my friend
1: Dan Mike. And every month we bring you The latest collections, newest content 205 Live and the crown jewel Of the WNR NXT update
0: Also each month The latest pay-per-views and we are live Not only for the big four but every takeover As well
1: Plus, in 2019, we go back 20 years and witness the attitude rise and the WCW's demise.
0: Until we've watched everything, we're with you and we we are are the WNR. WNR. Yes, hello, I am James Rowlands and as always I'm joined by... Dan White. Right. And today it's a WNR241, it's WE versus WCW. This episode is all about the attitude as we have 5 roars, SunSlam nine nine nine, and the debut of Smackdown. Before we do anything, let's start with the alternate intro. And you're not going to die on this planet, guy. I'm not? Then what's my last name? It's, um, uh, I don't know.
1: Nobody knows. Do you know Why? Because my character isn't, because I'm going to die five minutes in.
0: Guy, do you have a last name?
1: Do I? Do I? For all you know, I'm crewman number six. Mummy! Mummy!
0: And that's from Galaxy Quest 1999. And now the main intro.
1: In 99, WCW and WWF were the two biggest wrestling companies in the world. And for the past couple of years had traded the number one slot. But as the year started, it seemed WWF had a plan to continue its hugely successful Attitude era, while WCW has seemingly lost the plot. Rather than focusing on younger talents like Booker T, name removed, Jericho and the Super over Goldberg, it instead pushed over the Hill Stars, Hogan, Piper and Flair and continued the NWO, even though it had passed its peak. This year, the WNR podcast goes back 20 years and witnesses WWE's rise and WCW's demise. This is WWE versus WCW, Monday Night War, August 1999.
0: So we jumped ship to the WF anyway, and Austin had finally rid the company of Vincent Mann but had new threats as Triple H officially became the new number one contender. We're on the road to SummerSlam, and Jesse the Body Ventura was set to be special guest referee. And it's August 2nd, ratings fell to a 5.85, while Nitro fell to a 3.1.
1: Acolytes are standing in the opening pyro but head down. they're clearly turning face as a challenge show and want to kick their ass. Holly comes out first and he is their spokesman. Breshaw asks which one of the two are going to kick his ass. Holly is willing to take on both. He rolls into the ring and gets obliterated with ease. Well, show the untaker have arrived. And Edge, in an earlier interview, is not happy with Gangrel.
0: Well, our first match is Edge versus Gangrel in a bloodbath match.
1: They lock up and neither can take the advantage. Edge slowly makes his way up top and takes two crotched and superplex. Now Gangrel is going for the blood. Nope, he kick, he goes the other way and grabs a chair. Edge kicks it into him and whips him into the corner where he sandwiches him. Another whip and Gangrel has the chair and hides it as Edge leaps for the spear. All he gets is chair. And now a DDT. Gangrel now goes. Gangrel now goes for the blood. The lights go out and the brood music starts and they come back on. Chris and quick. Chris- uh, for the blood. The lights go out and the brood music starts after they come back on. Christian stands over a bloodied Gangrel. Now Ian, he and Edge hug and are a team.
0: Well, it was a nice long match and a clean finish. I guess they're blowing off this feud on TV instead of a pay-per-view. If that's the case, they should have had Christian come down with Gangrel, begging for his help. As He turns his back with Edge, getting a clean victory. A clean victory, they do wonders sometimes.
1: Well, Shane comes down looking contrite as he is called an arsehole. He thanks the fans for the compliment. He does not deserve that accolade just yet. He thinks many were wondering where he was last week when Vince was ousted for the last time. He brags about Vince and all his positive attributes, mostly exaggerated. Shane whines that Vince left like a man on his own terms. Everyone disrespected him. He babbles on and calls out JR for singing the song last week, and the fans half-assed do so.
0: Well, Shane reminds us that Vince built the entertainment company, not wrestling, of course. Without Vince, there'd be no Austin and all sorts of other wrestlers. There would be no T-shirts or fans, etc. There would be not even those WW stars Vince built years ago. He asks what will happen without Vince and he pauses for a month. Now he talks about SummerSlam
1: and how Triple H will win. He will bring the CM back together or just the C and the first person he is focusing on is Tess. He proceeds to call in some nasty names and Tess comes out and mind his own business. Now he's going to get him and the posse. He's going through the posse and then deal with Shane. Steph is going to be an only child. Shane gulps.
0: Well, Road is talking with Kane. He's clearly do not know what to do with Kane. Like, show Road is trying to talk to him about saying, I think they're matched tonight. Al Snow is talking to a dog and head at a toilet. Of course he is. Match two, Big Show and the Undertaker versus Kane and Road Dogg.
1: All four slug it out and dog is tossed to the floor. Kane avoids a double backdrop and DDT's Undertaker and show misses the elbow. Dog is back in and both heels get clotheslined over the top rope. For the next two or three minutes, both Undertaker and Show demolish Road Dog. Show drops the elbow and Kane makes the save and that allows a brief double team.
0: Well, the Undertaker cuts Dog off, but he's too kicked in the nuts and Kane gets a hot tag and hams the Undertaker. Show's to the floor and goes back to work with the Undertaker and hits a big with a drop kick. Kane chokes the Undertaker and then it's on time with Road Dog going after Show, but getting dropped like a bad habit. He goes for the tombstone, but instead walks over to Show and gets his throat bounced off the top rope and stumbles into a tombstone.
1: Acolytes come out and Holly blasts both with a ball bat. He yells at Show and Undertaker, telling them this is the last time he's saving them.
0: Well, a worker wants to shake Rock's hand. and Rock will high-five him, but threats to elbow him. The guy flinches and leaves and then pays the guy carrying his bag
1: and tosses money and shoves him. The Rock was with the Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Pirates for the day. Lord knows they needed the help then, and they do now.
0: Well, China and Mr. Arse are in the ring, and Mr. Ass is talking about the Rock's naked ass. They show big fat naked ass walking on the Titantron. He tells the crowd to kiss his ass. Rock is on the Titantron, and he's come back to Columbus. Rock is going to let the cat out of the bag, and that is Ars's <laughs> fat mother. He's going to take some dark coke and a tampon and shove him up someone's ass. Rock's arse then talks about the fans, and we can smell. What he's cooking? Well, Mark is eating salad and two
1: baked potatoes with no butter.
0: And in our next match, it's Jeff Jarrett. That's J E W F J A R E T versus D'Lo Brown. And unbelievably, D'Lo Brown winning the Intercontinental Title off uh, Double J. So, and he wants a rematch at Summerslam.
1: Well, here comes Austin. He's had enough of Triple H and is going to kick his ass at Summerslam. Here comes Undertaker and show. Undertaker demands his rematch or he and Show will stomp a hole in his ass. They do not wait as Undertaker decks him. Both he and Show do indeed stomp a hole in his arse.
0: Well, during the break, Austin staggered to the back.
1: And match four is Big Bossman versus Viscera for the WWF Hardcore title.
0: I thought they were allies, but oh well. They hammer each other, but Viscera crushed him with a belly-to-belly suplex. He squashed him into the corner and dumps him to the floor.
1: I am an idiot. Sometimes you miss shit, and I did. Shane disbanded the corporate ministry they can fight whoever i just misunderstood or was busy, busy writing my rant on his speech how that 13 minute could have been only three and he would have gotten everything in that he needed
0: the fight head towards the staging the area they've been pounding each other bossman tries to hit him with an extinguisher but fails his place goes for a splash but misses bossman uses his still night stick it beats down vis for getting the win
1: it wasn't a terrible match for two big men
0: Triple H walking in the back, and during a break, China had informed Triple H of the title match tonight. Triple H throws a hissy fit and tosses things.
1: Well, it is match five, and it is Test, Test, this is Test, going against a posse member. Yeah,
0: it's Rodney. Test is blindsided by Joey Abs and Rodney. Abs leaves, and Rodney immediately gets clotheslined. Test runs him into the post and then back to the ring. Picks him up and spikes him and then straddles him, pummeling him hard rights, and now another hard slam. Drops the leg on the arm and then does it again. He scoops down him and positions the body and goes up top, drops the elbow on the arm, goes up top again and does it again. Now he has him in a hammerlock and picks him up, slams him down. Rodney gives up before being slammed.
1: Well, it was a nice squash for Tess. He took out one member last week and now Rodney is done for.
0: When he places the chair on his arm and leaps on it, Joey Abs starts to come down but dead. Tess pulls him over to the post and swings his chair onto the arm. He clearly
1: misses but oh well. And Cole is with Triple H and he states it is now The Undertaker's time. Triple H pushes down Carl and calls him names. His opportunity will not be taken.
0: Well, well, the untaken and Big Show are conferring.
1: And match six is Val Venus versus Steve Blackman.
0: Well, here comes Shamrock with a chain and Blackman runs for his life, but he's caught and run down. Shamrock hits him, security pulls him off. Steve's just wandering off instead of running, gets blindsided again. Blackman is out and Shamrock is held back and screaming. Steve is able to crawl away. Shamrock breaks free for five seconds and opens the door. Steve crawls through and he's gone.
1: It wasn't terrible. It wasn't great, but it wasn't terrible. It wasn't
0: great. Uh, but now it's The Undertaker versus Stone Cold Steve Austin for the WF
1: title. But Triple H comes down and tells everyone to shut up. This is his time and no one is facing him but Triple H himself. Undertaker has to go through him as Triple H is going to kick his ass.
0: And Triple H and Undertaker have been arguing a lot in 1999, especially when they're corporate ministry members. But I think Austin's had enough now.
1: Comes down and just starts wailing away on Triple H. Undertaker and Big Show join in. Now it looks like the two-man power trip of going to get taken out by Undertaker and Show. And Austin now fighting back. Triple H in a lot of
0: trouble with Big Show. Yeah. Yeah. Triple H fighting back now. But here come the acolytes
1: who want to piece of the Undertaker with Big Show. They turn their attention to Undertaker, now Undertaker is getting triple teamed as Big Show backs Triple H up into the corner. Splash him into it. And here's Kane! It's Kane! It's Kane! Kane! It's Kane! And now it is five. Five on two. But Triple H is actually fighting <laughs> with one of the acolytes. Everyone's just fighting with everyone. Here's Road Dog. He wants him some of Triple H. Well, still bad blood as the brawls on. Here comes Holly. Can't forget about Hardcore Holly. He's saved Undertaker and Big Show already before now. Bring our snow out. Come on. No, oh, no. Mr. Arse.
0: Well, if Mr. Arse is out
1: here, then surely. I me mean, Shirley. No. Yes. <laughs> I think the fans gave it away. The Rock. Cool. This one. This would be one hell of a raw rumble. <laughs> They're all
0: going at it.
1: All this talent and Hardcore Holly in the ring. <laughs>
0: <clears throat> and this is basically all about are going to happen at SummerSlam.
1: That's one way to do it. That's like, how you set up a SummerSlam <laughs> pay-per-view, is it?
0: Well, now Mr. Ross working over Stone Cold, the Undertaker with a rock.
1: Before.
0: Billy Gunner, Irish whip, going for the clothesline. Misses.
1: Stunner! As the pedigree. Is As the New Age Outlaws time. are laid
0: out. <laughs> New Age Outlaws by the two-man power trip. Here a couple of weeks before <laughs> SummerSlam. We'll move on to our next episode. It's August 9th. And Raw is changing things up. No more corporate ministry. Nitro had blasted in the head-to-heads and only stayed in the twos for a 3.0 total, where Raw
1: got a 6.3. Here comes The Rock. Show wanted to go after him, but The Undertaker held him back as he wanted to hear what he had to say. Rock has come back to Chicago and tells The Big Show should never put his hands on him. Show has never impressed him and calls him The Big Slow. Everyone watching this declares it's time to take a leak because this guy sucks. He makes fun of show, raising his hat. That's all he can do. Here comes show and Undertaker. Rock refuses to run and gets his ass stomped.
0: Well, here comes X-Pac and he goes about the Undertaker, pack his headbutt and down he goes. Show grabs him and decks him. Here comes Road Dog and he attacks show, but it's promptly dismantled. Now Kane lumbers down, he unloads on the Undertaker, takes it to show, line on him over the top rope, and the Undertaker gets it too, two. two. A limo has arrived and here comes Sean. And Pack tells Colt to shut up. His discussion is fine. It's time to take care of some business. He calls out the acolytes.
1: And we go on to match one, which is Christian versus Gangrel. Christian kicks him, but he's dragged into the corner where they hammer each other. Christian escapes with, in, with a tornado DDT. Gangrel cannot escape and is nailed with an inverted DDT. Hardy's run out and get kicked off the apron and Christian leaps on top of him. Back in the ring, Gangrel finishes him off. The Hardys stomp on Christian and help out Gangrel. Hardys run down and tells him... Hayes runs down and tells him to stop, but he gets dismantled and beaten to a pulp.
0: I'm not sure why the Hardys are here or why Gangrel keeps winning.
1: But the acolytes accept the challenge.
0: Well, here comes Jesse Ventura with Lloyd doing the interview. Jesse brags about himself. He was a Navy SEAL. There are a lot of frauds and pretenders, but really are not real people. Many ran off when we hid and it was a time to serve this country. People were pretend they are seals on bad TV shows with bad haircuts. He's a real man. He's a man, no. And he brings up seals. He continues to talk about them. He's a real wrestler. And he emphasises the word wrestler over and over. He talks about the title match and he brags that because of
1: him, Vince is not here tonight. Here comes Triple H. Jesse has a short message for Hunter and China. Triple H needs to work on his wrestling moves as the best man will win. It is his way or the highway. Triple H mocks him about Jesse talking about a form of this and form of that. Something must be wrong with his brain and Triple H is called an arsehole. Hunter gets in his fader. He is not in Minnesota. And Jesse says this may be his ring, but the country is Jesse's. Jesse brags that he was with the president.
0: Well Triple H reminds him that he's now with him and he threatens to kick his ass. Here comes Shawn Michaels. Jesse has standards and practices but he has to abide to, but Sean does not. Sean declares that Jesse will be the most powerful referee in WWF history. Sean reminds Triple H that he brought him into this world and threatens him. Triple H shoves him and Jesse gets in between and the free to ca- to the three to calm down. Sean Miskana Sean is calm and normally would have beat his ass right now. Jesse has informed Sean that they have a power and this is about politics. Sean makes a match, Triple H versus The Undertaker versus Austin in a triple threat match. And it may indeed be Triple H's time, but it's Sean's way. Austin
1: has arrived.
0: Delo is exercising with Mark Henry jogging. That is apparently Mark has to take a dump and go into the woods. J-J- Jeff Jarrett left J A double T, and Deborah happened to be driving by, and double J says, the of Deborah beats up Brown and speeds off. When he says beats up Brown, I hope that's Delo Brown <clears throat> and not what Mark Henry did in the woods.
1: <laughs> All match two is Jeff Jarrett, that's J E F F J A R R E T double T, versus Val Venus. The two men in WWE. With the same letters for their surname and their Christian name. I like that.
0: Well, the fans want puppies. Double J drop kicks him and runs into a pass. And Val covers him and gets two. Two. They go back and forth and Deborah may have cost him the match. Well, he blames her as he was rolled up.
1: Well, it's just a bit of angle advancement this match. It wasn't really a, too much of a match. Jeff Jarrett is yelling at Deborah, and Val beats him up and Jarrett leaves.
0: Austin has laid out the bottom some steps and has been checked on. JL wants to go to break, but they show a bit more.
1: Afterwards, Austin is wheeled into an ambulance and is unconscious. There is a cinder block near his head. Triple H asks what happened and HBK tells him that he will pay. Pay?
0: Sean comes out and someone will have to pay. It will be the man who has to face Austin at the pay view. who has to face Untaker and Austin tonight. You're a damn skippy it is. He tells Triple H to get his skinny ass out here. He has not come out. Shawn Michaels assures everyone that Triple H will not get out of the match tonight and no one puts one over on the commish. Triple H comes out and plowing It He does not know what happened. Michael knows, but Triple H is still the student.
1: The triple the triple match is now a fool's count anywhere match. No DQ or time limit or count out. It's for the number one contendership at SummerSlam. Triple H is livid as he yells he earned that spot and Sean cannot do that to him. HBK responds that he can do whatever he wants. He will be the ref too. Triple H claims there is no one to take Austin's place. Shawn Michaels is willing to find a replacement, and who is the man to stab their own mother in the back and get the opportunity? Who has been living in someone's shadow for so long they would jump at the chance for a title shot? The Rock Chance down, Down.
0: Well, tonight it'll be Triple H versus the Cat, and the third opponent will be China. Triple H giggles a bit as China looks stunned. Triple H tells Sean that that's enough. China is just a girl and could get hurt, and this is serious business. She is pissed and takes the mic. She will take the opportunity and tells Hunter to try her. Try me, Triple H. Something like that. Try me, Triple
1: H. Hi, James. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, James. Try me. China and Triple H are arguing in the back. Well, Triple H is trying to explain himself. And match freeze.
0: Kane next versus the Acolytes for the tag team titles. Of course, the Acolytes your champions and they've been beating up x majority. Bradshaw though went for the clothesline from hell. x managing to dodge it. Insegure. And now he's looking for the hot tag. <laughs> hot tag. Kane.
1: <laughs> Kane's on fire. <laughs> oh no. Oh, he manages to get the tag to Kane. Bradshaw is barely up to his feet. Turns round and Kane jumps off the top with a huge clothesline takedown. One for Farouk as well. A boot to the head of Bradshaw and he's beating up both of these acolytes. I'll tell you one thing about Kane as well, as he looking to finish Farouk off with a choke chokeslam? Uh, Bradshaw from behind now, it's a double team. Kane just runs through both acolytes. I know you've got Austin and uh, The Rock, but I would
0: really say Kane, like, with the reactions he gets, is like third. And if they really had... It's weird looking back now, they could have really done something a little bit more, I think.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I think a heel Kane is actually working brilliantly in WWE.
0: But Kane at the moment is really getting a positive reaction as Bradshaw... He's got x puck Look at the double powerball in. No, Kane putting out Bradshaw. And x puck with the x for Rook into the cover. One, two, three. Oh, my God. And we've got new tag team champions, x puck and Kane. It's Kane. It's Kane. Kane with the
1: goal with x puck And what a moment for these two men. Road Dogs out here to celebrate, saying, look, well done, guys. You've done it. Well, Kane can't believe it. So we're out two uh, non-tag team wrestlers teaming up. Yeah, Kane. And... Wait a minute.
0: Xbox got the microphone. This
1: has been a long time coming.
0: Kane's got two words
1: for you: the man who's never sp. What's this gadget he's got? Got the voice box. What does Kane sound like without the voice box? <laughs> so that's it. We've heard Kane speak for the first ever time without using his voice box, and his first words were "Zaggy." But here's the big show. Well, what a lovely celebration. What? Oh, no. And Undertaker. Uh, And what a moment ruined. Well, I take it Undertaker didn't like hearing Kane speak that foul language. (laughs) I mean, he does look out for his baby brother.
0: And now he's just stomping him. And this is just an
1: assault and big Show and Undertaker. So is this actually Kane's real hair at the moment? Yeah. And they're completely ruining Kane's moment. I mean, after overcoming his... uh, Crippling fear of speaking or not being able to speak or yeah. finally learning to speak. I don't know quite what it was, but, yeah.
0: What a horrible moment. Well, Mr. Arse is on GTV talking about, guess what, his arse.
1: Oh, that's... A- and match four is Posse and Steve Blackman versus Test, Test, This Is Test and Ken Shamrock. Well, Shane is at the announce table and...
0: Th- Ken and Tess start strong. Joey Abs takes down Tess and Shane runs in and spikles him some kicks. Now Blackman tears into Ken back in the ring. Tess takes out Abs and connects with a spinning
1: neckbreaker. Shane yells at Tess and the distraction allows Abs to blindside him. On the floor, Steve and Ken are battling. Ken blocks a shot and uses a kendo stick. Shane runs over with a chair and gets his head taken off. In the ring, Test finishes Blackman with a pump handle slam.
0: Short but decent brawl and the crowd is fucking red hot tonight.
1: For who? Woo-hoo.
0: Just overall, look at the general demeanour.
1: General demeanour. Well, Tess takes the chair and shatters Abs's ankle with it.
0: And Mr. Arse wants his ass rubbed as it's all red.
1: Ah, oh, James, you gonna do that?
0: Here comes the Rock. Well, first calls with Tess, and he states that obviously that the posse was taken out. Tess just wants to go to do uh, to be alone with Steph. So those butt sniffers were taken out. He goes over their injuries. Nobody's left but Shane.
1: Terry with Steve Blackman. Steve will step into Ken's world, the lion den, as long as there are weapons. He screams something and leaves.
0: Well, now The Rock comes out. Rock tells Show that if there's any balls, he will face him tonight. And he will check himself in the Smackdown Hotel. And the Millennium Clock is counting.
1: Oh, fucking hell, it's tongue. <sighs> Fatally wrong. What?
0: <clears throat> so Wait. the
1: Millennium Clock is counting down, but it's a bit early for the Millennium, isn't it?
0: Well, it is, but there's only six seconds... To the start, and who could it be?
1: Or well, what can it be? When will it be? <sighs> How will it be?
0: Well, the rock is interrupted. <laughs> Jericho, isn't he a WCW wrestler though? Well, not anymore. The fans explode in the arena, and Jericho's arrived. Is this what, is This is one of the greatest debuts of all time, isn't it?
1: Absolutely, yeah. without
0: a doubt. Like to, to do that, like, the countdown. Really clever. Even they didn't use Jericho, right? But that's another story in the early going.
1: Is Jericho? So James, I remember you telling me about you was actually watching this at the time. Jericho made his debut. What were your feelings going into this?
0: I didn't have a clue who this guy was, but with the fan reaction, I thought, my God, it must be someone quite big.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: And then when you realise just how huge he was, and it's weird seeing the WWE treatment of him in his later days. To come here,
1: he already looks like a star. I think he's lush on the mic. <clears throat> I mean, there's one thing to make your debut, but there's another thing to make your debut jawing off against the Rock. Yeah, exactly. And then what's
0: that other weird, weird thing? If you look at history, Jericho's first world title win in WWF was against the Rock. So it's kind of weird that he would debut against him and then his biggest, you know, victory in the early going in the Invasion out of 2001, wasn't it? No mercy. And then he went on and won it in Vengeance, He kind of first ever undisputed champ. Rock was rolled, and that's well. he beat the Rock in the fucking. <laughs> Yeah, I think he beat him semi and then beat Austin in the final. Booker, but Jericho's here to save the world. Apparently, save the WWF.
1: Should go through his Well, the fans are buzzing. The lights go out and there is an explosion. And here comes Jericho. Holy shit! This is awesome. We're well, welcome to Raw is Jericho. He blows kisses to the crowd. He is the new millennium for the WWF. For those who do not know him. He is Chris Jericho. He is their new hero and party host. He is the most charismatic showman to grace a TV screen. For those that do know him, all hail the Ayatollah of rock and roller. He talks about the dawning of a new WF. Rocky Chance, drown him out a little bit. Well, a new era is
0: what WF needs. It has become cliched and boring. It needs a knight in shining armour. Chris Jericho is here. To save the WF, and now the fans cheer again. The ratings and buy rates are down, and mainstream acceptance is non-existent. Live crowds are silent they are silent because they're embarrassed to be here. There's a steady stream of uninterested and untalented sports entertainers. Those in the dress room are idiots, and then so is the guy in the ring. The fans' ubiquity are... is excellent, but he is one who is excellent.
1: There is a man they say can cheer for and raise their fat hands and scream, "Joe, get go, Jericho, go." And now all the fat idiots in the WWF, including the one in the ring, will realise that the WWF will never, ever be the same again. Rock is not too happy and he says after three boring minutes that Jericho needs to know his role and shut his mouth. How dare that little jabroni come on his show and not introduce himself. Jericho starts to say something and it does not matter what his name is. The Rock has a plan of his own. The KY jelly plan and the fans erupt. The Rock is going to lube his size 13 boot and stick it up Jericho's candy ass. Jericho looks like he's crying. The Rock does his catchphrase, spits at Jericho, who glares and puffs out his lips in anger or shame. How many actual catchphrases do you count in that like five, six minute? Well, Jericho.
0: And The Rock. I don't know. This is one of the best put-downs over The Rock, what he does as well. I love it. What is your... (laughs) Uh, yeah absolutely brilliant there Uh, in the back holly is telling everyone he's looking for the big show
1: and china is lacing up her boots and match five is big bossman versus road dog well it's non-title road dog takes him down and brings in a table he wallops him again and brings in a chair and he's kicked in the gut and he's knocked over the head with the chair bossman starts to pick him up to slam him into the table Snow comes down and hits him with something and they go through the table and Road Dog gets the win. This was
0: pretty lame but Show's walking in the back as is The Rock. And that sets up our next match perfectly is The Rock versus The Big Show. Well Rock takes it to him and rocks him with numerous blows. He rushes into the corner and hammers him. Show tries to grab him but Rock floats behind and gets two two. after a rushing leg sweep, Show ducks in a blow as does The Rock off the whip and Show takes him down with a flying shoulder tackle. Show did not duck Show chops him a few times in the corner. He clubs the back a couple of times. Rock fires back. One shot from Show drops him. Show uses his boot to choke him into the corner.
1: Rock fights him off but is whipped into the ropes and runs into a big boot. Bear hug and Jericho punches free. Jericho? Jericho punches free but he is side slammed and Show gets a near fall. Here comes Holly. He hits Show and the Rock and slams him and sets up the elbow. This right in is- rock fights him off, but is whipped into the ropes and runs into a big boot. A bear hug, rock punches free, but he is side slammed and show gets a near fall. Here comes Holly, he hits show and the rock slams him and sets up the elbow. Here comes Jericho and he hits the rock and runs. Ass runs in and beats up the rock while itching his ass. Yeah, not
0: bad, but an overbooked ending to that. And then our main event, but SummerSlam, It's gonna be China versus Triple H. Versus The Undertaker.
1: With Shawn Michaels as guest referee and Jesse, the guest announcer.
0: So who are you backing in this match then? Triple H beat the rug fully loaded, but Shawn Michaels, because of his, uh, what he did to Austin earlier, has put it all on the line now. Who are you betting for? I'm back in China. I think you're stupid to do that. I think, no offence to her, but she's going against The Undertaker. You've got to pick The Undertaker. Former champion's taking Austin to the limit. I see him happening again. Or Triple H. But definitely not
1: China. How dare you what? Because she's a female. Because it would be the best surprise. Well, you think she's only good for making sandwiches and helping out in the back, cleaning up and such, doing ironing. James, there is more to women than that. You need to get your head out of your 1960s arse and realise that women can be just as big... As men. To be
0: fair, that's a great point. But I wasn't saying it about... You already know we've already watched it on the Hall of Fame special with China. So you know the result. So you're trying to stick me with that. But you know what's going on. So don't get, all me, don't get me wrong. Great. We're all equal rights and all this stuff. As the untaker didn't do that. has planted China out of the way. But this match has started. And Triple H is going on the attack. Taker takes him back.
1: Okay, I think Triple H is going to win. <laughs>
0: Michael's checking on China. And that was the game and the untaker.
1: And China's sat there a bit perplexed. Triple H is getting in referee Shawn Michaels' face.
0: Now, the Undertaker just with the big right hands. And Jesse's got one of the best voices in the
1: business. China's up now. He just picks China up, both hands by her throat, but China managing to escape it. Rake to the eyes as China's perched on the second rope, but gets punched off by a Taker. Sent crashing to the outside as Triple H comes in and attacks Taker. <laughs> undertaker and Triple H fighting outside the ring now as China's looking to recover. Try and get herself back into this match.
0: Michael's wearing um, nice shorts. You know, he always uh, he always liked the shorts with the referees. outfit. Oh, my God, that's daring. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he leans on the stairs. Yes, yeah, so I'm sure Michael's wearing uh, the shortest of short shorts yeah. I think I've ever seen. And he has one step on the bottom step of the steel stairs and one on the third. And it's uh, a very crutchulated shot.
0: I used to think I can see his nuts. And the Undertaker in Triple H just
1: slugging this out. And of course, Sean Michaels has got his t shirt tucked into his shorter than short shorts. Mm. Uh oh, now Triple H in trouble to undertake his shoulder. Looking to run Triple H into the ring post, but the game with a backslide and sends Undertaker into it. Triple H's jawbreaker with his knee into the cover. Michaels for the cover. No, only a two count. Two. Sean got down quickly in China now, trying to regroup. Or is he just playing possum? Hello, possum. And letting these two guys work there frustration out on each other and then come in and sneak the victory
0: well, it's working
1: at the moment so what would Triple H's reaction be if China was to win this match
0: he'd wait till it got home and then they would lock the front door
1: yes tell me more
0: I don't I know I wouldn't want to say but a part of me thinks Triple H likes to be dominated by strong women there's nothing wrong with that
1: well Stephanie McMahon is a very strong woman
0: and so is China so Triple H now throws Undertaker back in
1: China's strong for a man let alone a woman
0: well, no other woman will be put into a normal contendership match for the WF title. I think that should be said first and foremost, even now.
1: Absolutely, yeah, I completely agree with that. Undertaker cratches Triple H off the top. Looking to plant him with a choke slam, but China from behind with the low blow. Saving her ally Triple H. But how far will this union get her? Will this Triple H think that China is going to help him win this match? Well, they're working as a well-oiled unit at the moment. And they're shaking hands, but China clotheslines triple h is that a china line <laughs> he, oh! oh and low blow for the game as undertaker stands up tall behind china looking to choke slam her she walks into the grip of taker well now this will be the end of china she goes chokeslam one-handed oh. oh that was the most gentle and delicate <laughs> chokeslam I have ever seen in all my live long life. Oh, but
0: Triple H throwing the Undertaker into this ropes, and now is Triple H going to take advantage of China. I mean, should Triple H take advantage of the unconscious woman down? Well, James, I know you normally do. So <laughs> tell me, I don't know what your plan would be. Oh no, wait a minute! I'm taking Triple H off.
1: Well, if she doesn't say no, <laughs> I'm taking out of the right hands Triple H. And Undertaker and Triple H trading blows in the middle of the ring as China rolls outside to safety. I'm not sure how safe she will be out there with Paul Bearer walking around or yeah. waddling around.
0: She might be attracted to the gravitational pull.
1: Undertaker with a cover, but only a two count for him. Two. And Shawn Michaels, to his credit, is calling it...
0: As how you always think it's Shawn Michaels. As how I look at the King and Ventura having a little laugh.
1: Undertaker's got Triple H backed up in the corner, punching away at him. The well, two of these men, Shawn Michaels has faced... At WrestleMania. Yeah, she's not mad, is she? (laughs) (laughs) Two of these men. Oh, wait a minute. Austin's got the
0: chair. I think the the fans (laughs) realise.
1: Well, Triple H has just knocked China off the ring apron as she was looking to get back in the ring. Undertaker eliminating Triple H from the Royal Rumble. Now the dead man standing tall all alone in the ring. He's going to go after Triple H, but here comes Austin. So where's Austin? We last saw him grabbing a chair. Oh, by the sounds of the crowd, he's making his way out. No, Leontaker went out to get Triple H, but I think Best left alone. Oh, Jesus Christ. He hits Triple H. Oh, a chair shot knocking Triple H out. Rolls China onto him. And Michael's going to count. Two, three. And with a little assistance from Austin, China has won this, and she is the number one contender for Stone Cold's title. At SummerSlam. So, yeah, China is in the WF title match. What
0: match that should be against Austin? And Untaker cannot believe it. And when Triple H wakes
1: up, I'm sure he'll be shocked as well. Absolutely, yeah. And Austin's still wearing the wounds of what happened to him earlier with a blooded up head. And I think this is great storytelling as well because the thing
0: is, is that it was simple. Triple H versus Austin at SummerSlam is the way to go. And now they've done this and it's kind of a curveball. You're not sure... Where are they going to go from here? Now China is a normal
1: contender. Absolutely, yeah.
0: So it is August 16th.
1: Well, the go-home show, Jericho has arrived, and I'm interested to see how they use him. Rock has been relegated to facing Billy Gunn, but then again, Gunn won the King of the Ring, and he is a semi-over, but not like he was a year ago. Triple H is getting a full push and the CM Corporate Ministry has been disbanded.
0: Also, McMahon's is slowly taking a back seat. I doubt it will last that long, but the reprieve is nice. Now, if they can just wrestle and have straightforward angles, well, I forgot the Chinas getting the total shot, but I doubt that will, la- that will last. Royal Destroyed Nitro is 6.6 to a 3.3 double.
1: They absolutely doubled it, yeah. Fuck. Well, here comes Triple H, and he wants to put the focus where it belongs. He is the number one contender who will face Austin at SummerSlam. Well, he introduces that contender and it is China. Here she comes. He tells her to bask in the glory. He is happy to be standing there with her. He wants her to think of all that they have been through and tell some stories. It is obvious that he's not happy as he reminds her of the flowers he gave her for qualifying for the Rumble... And the ring for King of the Ring.
0: Well, it goes both ways. As both have given each other. Triple H has never asked for anything until now. He wants what he has busted his ass for. And that's his slot back. He wants a match with her. And the winner will face Austin.
1: Well, China needs to think. And she looks at the crowd. Nice posterior on her. She says now. And he pulls her back. And he's not pleased. She says No. And he pulls her back and is not pleased.
0: Well, he said he could break her and she is biting the hand that feeds her and does not like being screwed. He calls her an ungrateful bitch and now he's telling her that he's taking back the number one contendership match. She does not think he has the balls to face her and so it's on like Donkey
1: Kong. Austin has arrived. But now Jericho's arrived. Road Dog does his thing. I love it when some fat fan tries to follow along but can't. Match this is Al Snow. Al brings his dog down, Pepper, and hands him to Lawler.
0: Well, they lock up and neither get the advantage. Now Snow knees him twice, but Rodog ducks the blow and boxes, but is nailed and his body slammed. And now strikes with a slingshot leg drop. Al misses the moonsault. Roadog shakes and bakes with some punches and now ducks. And there goes the ref. Bossman runs down and wallops Snow with a nightstick. A couple of times and dog gets the win.
1: So fucking sick of interference. And
0: the untaken show are walking along.
1: Well, the makeup artist needs his hair fixing and he chuckles and says he has the most popular hair.
0: Well, Triple H and China getting ready for their match.
1: Undertaker and Show have come down. Undertaker tells the crowd to shut up. Later tonight there is a tag title match and that does not matter. The winner of the match will be face will face them at the pay per view. Undertaker is talking about Death Valley and riding bikes. They were going to the middle of the desert and Show's bike runs out of gas. Undertaker asks how he's going to survive. The show told him that he was going to kill him in his sleep and eat him. Undertaker does not sleep and left him.
0: Well, two days later, show, showed up with his Harley on his shoulder. The point of the story is that SummerSlam will be now known as Armageddon and someone will be hurt. The countdown begins.
1: Jericho time! I admit, I mark out for his entrance and the fans love it too. It's good, good shit. He comes out and states that no one cared what they said. i out and saved this segment because they are so stupid.
0: Well, they're not the personification of evil, but a boredom. He is stunned that they get so much airtime and they turn the channel, but no longer does anyone have to because the fans have a hero and Jericho is here to save the WF. Long live Rory's Jericho. The entire organisation, including the two idiots in the ring, will never, ever be the same.
1: No, James. It, it doesn't go like that, does it? What
0: does it go like then?
1: It will never, ever be the same.
0: Well, the untaker doesn't know who he is or who he thinks he is. He's making fun of his peach fuzz. And if Jericho ever interrupts him again, it will be the last time. And that is a promise. Jericho looks a bit worried and leaves as the untaker glares.
1: Well, Triple H and China are walking again. And Jericho's telling the think why he's here and how he's saving everyone's jobs. And match two is Triple H versus China.
0: So there we go. And China is on the attack early with Triple H. You thought maybe they might take a
1: step back or not, but China's on the attack. It's kicking away at the midsection of the game.
0: Which you've got called an ungrateful bitch is given Triple H.
1: I think China's helped Triple H more than Triple H has helped
0: China. I think without a doubt, and China now, at the moment, putting number one contendership on the line. Could um, this
1: spell the end for the uh, alliance between Triple H and China? I think
0: it will, because now Triple H knows China has got, you know, doesn't want to just be in Triple H's shadow, wants to do stuff for herself. I think that annoys Triple H. He just wants someone to just go along with him. out. Look how he used DX and disbanded them when he thought he could get help with a corporation.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: And now Triple H back in control, just takes out China.
1: Looking for a delayed suplex, but China with a backslide kicks him in the middle, in the midsection, and hits a lovely DDT. Floats over for a cover, but the game managing to kick out. Ah. Uh-huh. Was so he the game yet?
0: He's just giving his little game speech in the backstage. I think when he... Spoiler alert, night after SummerSlam, that's when you see the, kind of the real Triple H as it was. But at this moment in time, you know, it's pretty much what we expect of him. Do you know what I mean? In a weird way. Yeah. Now China's in control with the forearms. Low of red
1: low. Oh, but Triple H wise to that and a knee to the jaw puts China.
0: Triple H just sends him in the corner now with the punches and the kicks. And China looks in a bit of trouble at the moment it's Triple H just comes over. But China fighting back. But Triple H with a knee right in the midsection of China. Irish rip now. Goes for the clothesline. China dodges, but gets caught with a huge knee.
1: Again, Triple H in the cover. Not hooking the leg, leg and China managing to get the shoulder up at two. Two. No disrespect from Chi- to China from Triple H. I think it shows that Triple H is kind of underestimating what China can actually bring to the table.
0: And now Triple and H. not
1: just sandwiches and crisps and snacks. He's arguing to all Hebner. But China is still in this match. Triple H is goading, but it comes towards China. But she. Drops him over the top rope. Eliminates him from the Royal Rumble. Now, oh, wait a minute. Mankind. We haven't seen Mankind since Triple H shattered his knee with a sledgehammer. Referee distracted by China. Hits him with a steel. Steps into the head. China into the cover. One, two, three. Oh, my God. And China is still a number one contender thanks for returning Mankind. And um, Mankind definitely screwed the game. But I don't think he's quite got the retribution that he wants. And Triple H managed to get a half's way for, for Mankind to take him out. That's not going to stop Mankind. He chases after Triple H. Oh, he ducks out the way of yet another chair shot attempt. And Mankind's chasing him to the back. China what? So unusually not going to Triple H's aid. No. Well, she's saying she's number
0: one. She wants the title at SummerSlam. You can't blame her. But wait a minute. Here comes Mankind back out. And he's got the mic. And he tells China they have a sexual tension. he talks about her outfits, he wants a match with her tonight, and she nuts him and tells him no. She's leaving, but here comes Shawn Michaels. He doesn't want to piss her off because every man who does gets beat up. He has a soft spot for Mankind, and therefore she will face Mankind for the number one contendership. She is not happy.
1: Well, she shouldn't be, you know. She's already had a match tonight. She's proved herself, even though it was a bit of assistance from Mankind. But the commish is the commish, and... uh... They have to do what he says. But up next is Test, Test, This Is Test versus Steve Blackman. Test charges right into a kick and some punches. Down is drop kicked in the back and body slammed. Blackman misses the elbow drop and Test hammers him and takes him down with a swinging net breaker. Steve rakes the eyes and kicks him a couple of times but lowers his head and is gut wrenched. Here comes Shane and that distracts Test. Steve blindsides him and kicks his head off. Shane enters the ring and taunts Test. Test attacks him, but is hit with a kendo stick. Shamrock runs in and sticks Blackman, but he is hit with a kendo. Shamrock takes down Shane, but Blackman has the kendo stick and mauls Shamrock. Shane does the same to Test.
0: Well, Cole is with Austin, and the former is called a dumb SOB for stating the obvious about Austin being fine. He is fired up, and payback will happen. He does not care who he faces at pay-per-view, and he shoves Cole. Now The Rock has arrived. The match for is Kane and Xbox versus Acolytes for the tag team titles.
1: Acolytes run down and it's melee with all four brawling on the floor. Now the match heads into the ring. Farouk and Kane pound each other. Pack comes in, firing away, but he is dropped. Undertaker and Shower watch if Farouk spikes him and gets two. Two. Kane is in and goes up top. Farouk greets him, but is shoved off and Kane hits the top rope lariat. It was on Bradshaw. Farouk makes a save, but he is knocked to the floor by Pack. Bradshaw is double teamed, but Pack is whipped into the corner, and Bradshaw goes for a power bomb, but eats the boot to the head from Kane. However, Bradshaw recovers and strikes with a fall-away slam. Farouk is in, and he and Pack go back and forth.
0: Well, Bradshaw's in and applies the sleeper, but it's snapped over. Farouk is tags in, and he kicks him upside the head a couple of times. Pack ducks the blow blown spin kicks. Farouk, Pack is crawling towards Kane, making a hot tag. He then allows on both. Farouk gets a big boot that's pummeled in the corner. And whipped into the other sandwich. And now it's Bronco Buster time. Kane chokes down Bradshaw and the match is over. The acolytes dismantle Kane after the match and pack two.
1: It was a solid and a clean match.
0: Holly is yelling at someone in the back. Davey Boy is back and is shown. pacing around China's locker room.
1: And match five is Hardcore Holly versus who?
0: Well, Holly has the mic. He calls out the next super heavyweight. And here comes his cra- cousin... Crash. So, we had a great debut in August. For me, this is a better debut. I like Crash Holly more than I like Jericho. Look at Crash coming out of here. Little mini hardcore Holly. In great shape, shall I say. Absolutely, yeah. One of my favourite characters, I think. Making his debut here. But he's arguing with his cousin Hardcore. I like the way he talks. Hey, Ben. Bless him.
1: Hey, Bandito.
0: Oh, Hardcore. He's going after his cousin Crash. And the Holly cousins have made a debut. For me, the Holly family is one of the most underrated, I don't want to say teams, but, but even Crash got hard trunks on. He can't afford Crash trunks yet.
1: <laughs>
0: anyway, a little sidetrack for him, but I think saying that, for me, I love Crash Holly and, you know, he will be missed.
1: Well, Mankind is with Cole, and I was wrong about Cole outside China's locker room. Mankind does not want to hit her, but he will stick a sock in her mouth. Yes, James, I said sock. She needs to bring her ovaries and he will bring his guys. <laughs> I love Mankind. The mankind's
0: awesome. And then it's Mankind versus China. There we go. Has
1: China got the testicular fortitude to go one-on-one with the Mankind? And
0: Mankind admits to himself at this point as well, he's returned in awful shape. Uh, <laughs> so he's here to face China. Can he be added to the SummerSlam match?
1: So China's already proved herself once that. Uh, she can uh, overcome Triple H, even though it was from a little bit of help. But um, can she do it twice in one night?
0: Well, can okay, Larkin strike twice is the question of Mankind. But it might be a little bit of ring rust, so she might have to take that into effect. Mankind's one of these people who about who helped China. And Triple H trying to get out of it, but he's been stopped by the referee's officials.
1: Trainers, EMTs, officials down, stopping Triple H. And China going straight off the bat. Kind is of blocking as best he can, but he said he's not going to hit China, and so far he hasn't laid a finger on her.
0: His mother, Miss Phoebe, boy knows better than that to hit a woman in the face. But when it's China, she's doing the same to you.
1: Well, he was going to hit her, but he kind of apprehended that gave China the chance to get back into this match. And again, we cut backstage to Triple H, and the referees aren't letting him throw. As mankind froze China, but he hasn't hit her yet.
0: Well, he might not hit, but can he stick his fingers down her throat? Oh! Well, I'm Referee. sure there are worse
1: things he could stick down a throat.
0: Referee didn't see the blatant low blow. And a clubbing blows to the back. And China with a DDT. But he gets a two.
1: Two. Well, I know some people pay a lot of money to be beaten up by a woman. Well, China now just clubbing blows to mankind. Just a Lovely throw by China. Manhandling. Mankind. And Triple H is on the entrance now. Trying mm. to make his way out here. I is think... that going to distract China?
0: I think that's not fair. That
1: China is getting distracted. She's saying, why don't you just link me to it? Uh Uh-oh. And Mankind's got Mr. Socko as China's distracted by the presence of Triple H. And Socko just rams straight down the gullet of China. I wonder what a gag reflex is like. And the referee counts to three. And Mankind's a new number one contender. Mankind beats China, but here comes Triple H. He's managed to fight through the referees. Now China attacking Mankind. Triple H goes down low as Mankind was distracted by the presence of China.
0: And now Triple H for the attack. And this is disgraceful. The injured leg already. They try to recover. And now everybody's down to stop this. Well, Shane McMahon comes out. And he's demanding a match between Mankind and Triple H now. He will be the ref. Shawn Michaels tells him to hold on. It will be a no-holds-barred, false count anywhere match. And Shawn Michaels will be the second referee. The second referee.
1: Well, both Hollies are balling on top of a semi. <laughs> One is superplexed on it, and the other, and the fight continues. Mr. Arse is holding his ass as he walks in the back. And Triple H and Shane are conferring. Arse
0: in the ring, and he's calling out the Rock names. Rock comes out and calls him a chicken shit and other names. Rock brags about himself, and he's going to lay the smack down on Arse. Rock brings out a girl. She looks familiar to Arse. And she's the girl who massages Ass's ass arse with the people's poison ivy. She flirts with Rock, and he tells her to beat it. Now Rock tells Ass that he's going to stick some lotion up his ass.
1: To the ring as he speaks, and the fans chant his name when he asks them to. Rock gets in the ring and fisty cuffs on Sue. Garn is tossed over the top rope, but Rock eats the barrier and does so again. Ass has a kendo stick and beats the Rock with it. He rolls him back in the ring and takes his head off with it. He mocks the Rock and puts his head next to his ass.
0: After the break, the Rockies with Cole, and he's fine now, he's going to beat his ass at the pay per
1: view. And it is match six, Mankind versus Triple H.
0: So, who will be the number one contender to Stone Cold Steve Austin's Championship? He's sitting on commentary and waiting, and it's been a roller coaster ride so far, hasn't it? With what we thought Triple H at Fully Loaded and then China, Mankind earlier, now with this one, it's anybody's opportunity.
1: Goddamn kid, who's going to be the number one contender for my title?
0: As Triple H comes out, Mankind on the attack straight away, and these two men fighting already.
1: So, we've got two referees. One, obviously, in Triple H's corner, and the other, I suppose, more in Mankind's corner.
0: And Mankind just raking Triple H's face along the ropes. Any excuse for Sean to put those shorts back on?
1: I don't even think he ever left them.
0: No, nah, he'd just be like, he just leaves them all the top, underneath his trousers.
1: I don't even know if he wears trousers over the top of them. Might wear chaps.
0: And now, Working on Triple H. Shane tried to get in his face, but Michael's holding him off.
1: See, now, I think Shane's missing a trick here. He should have one of his button-up shirts that he wears, like, as a referee shirt.
0: Well, oh, man, I'm choking Triple H now.
1: And this is both for their second match of the night.
0: And we'll find out who faces Austin at SummerSlam. It's
1: the next well. So, last week, Undertaker was a number one contender, but he was beaten by China. Ch- China defended a number one contendership against Triple H... Early on in the night. And then she lost it to Mankind. And now it's between Mankind and Triple H. Yeah. See, this is quite an easy storyline to follow. <laughs> Unlike who's feuding with who on WCW.
0: Well, like you we said, the Jericho segment with him debuting went against, I think, like a Van Hammer match. So this is how Nitro's trying to rule the, the roost at the moment. We've seen two young guys who haven't been WF champion yet go for a chance to face Stone Cold Steve Austin. And this is what you're looking for.
1: Absolutely, yeah. Pushing, uh, you know, not so much with Mankind like, uh, as a newer guy. Mankind has been champion. No, he hasn't. hasn't he? Has he? Oh, he did, didn't Empty he? Yeah. The match and all that, gubbins. I just don't even. Just don't even.
0: Not long left in his old horse, so I'm afraid. <laughs> take the back of his shed. Now Triple H on the attack outside of Mankind.
1: They're fighting their way of the ramp. Triple H looks to hit Mankham with a pedigree.
0: Oh, and he backdrops him on the steel entranceway. Now working their way up. This is false count anywhere, let's not forget. It's Mankind's going
1: for the mandible claw. Now he's going to go for double arm DDT. But China comes in and clotheslines Mankind down. Shane likes it. I don't know how Sean feels about it. Well,
0: China's annoyed with Mankind that she cost the match, but it was Triple H actually that got. Now Triple H just on the attack. Assaulting Mankind along the entrance where he's
1: going to try and suplex him now. Rolls him up. One, two. Uh, both referees are counting but still only gets a two count. Two.
0: Now fighting their way back down. But Mankind managing to fight back with the right hands.
1: Oh, whip reversed by Triple H sending Mankind into the steel steps. Straight on the kneecap that Triple H put Mankind out with. The referees are uh, tussling in the background as well which is quite comical.
0: Now Triple H going to attack on the injured leg.
1: Austin joining with the king on commentary. Triple H with a chop block on Mankind as he was trying to get himself back in the ring. The game has been done. Oh, fucking hell, cameraman. <laughs> <laughs> we nearly saw what Sean had for breakfast there as he's bent over in his tight, short shorts. And
0: Triple H just bending the leg, working over at Sean's, having a word with shame at man as well. And
1: mankind's just in serious trouble at the moment. Oh, we've got a figure four attempt from the game. Rick Flair taught him that, even though he's on WCW. And Sean's in the face, asking him. Now is China in Triple H's corner? Well, I'd be like, I like to see the old
0: Costin there, but Costin Triple H. But then again, it would give it to mankind. So really, you know, she just should be just annoyed with both of them. To be fair, she should, yeah. But she won't. She loves Triple H. She'll forgive him.
1: Absolutely, positively. Well, Mankind's managed to get to the
0: ropes, but it's no holes barred. So. He turned it as well, which helped. And China just choking away. Nothing Michaels can do. Just a stern word, I suppose. My God, Mankind must have come at least a foot off the canvas then.
1: At least seven inches off the canvas to be slammed back down onto it by Triple H. Who would Stone Cold rather face, do you reckon?
0: Well, he knows he's beating Mankind, doesn't he? So I think with him, I think Triple H is a bit of the unknown. So I think I've got to bet Mankind to that. But what would be a better match, do you reckon, one-on-one?
1: Boston versus Triple H, I think, personally.
0: Now, at this moment, they've never clashed one-on-one at a pay-per-view. Will SummerSlam be the first time? Now, Mankind and Triple H into the crowd.
1: Oh, Mankind now in full control, throwing Triple H over Barry Cade back to ringside. A lovely running clothesline takedown there from Mankind.
0: I think Mankind's back in this match now. Oh, as soon as I say that. Triple H sidesteps him,
1: and Mankind head first into the ring post.
0: That's a good thing with Mankind. He always uses his hands on his head, so... yeah. Now Triple H's got the chair. He's going to use it on Mankind. But Michael's from behind, snatching the chair out of the hands of Triple H. The Mankind now double arm DDT on
1: Triple H. This one is over, but Michaels and Shane arguing each other. Mankind looking to go down into his uh, undercrackers to get out of the stinking putrid Mr. Socko.
0: He had it in China earlier.
1: Now he sticks it in Triple H. And Triple H might be passing out here. No, wait a minute. Oh... Backdrop onto the steel chair. Both referees counting. Who was counting? Who though? Well, sure. Michaels has raised Mankind's hand, and Shane's raised Triple H's hand. So what the hell does this mean? And else saying, "Who the hell am I going to face?" Well, from hint that Eva Man won the match. Who won the damn match? Jesus Christ, damn! Just give me someone a face. Shane telling the ring announcer that he he's saying it was Triple H that won, but Michaels comes over, shoves Shane at Man, and says, "No, it was Mankind." Oh, Triple who? Threat, Matt. Who is the number one contender? Who can decide it? I mean, Shane and Sean are
0: arguing. No
1: chance.
0: Well, the out has got to say something. Who's it going to be? Who? Who? So there you have it. Austin has got double trouble. He's not happy about that. The right hand to Shane. But he's going to have to face Triple H and Mankind at SummerSlam. Well, I never. Unbelievable build-ups. So and Austin knows who he's going to do. Yeah, he's going to face now his Triple H man The fight carries on here. But Raw has been really enjoyable. And like I said, it had a reason for you to tune in as well. Because you had the match at the start, match in the middle, match at the end. And it changed until this. I mean, start of the night, China's normal contender. At the end, Austin is facing man Triple H to the triple threat match.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, we had uh, dream debuts as well. We had uh, the unforgettable Crash Holly and someone called... Jerry Show? Yeah, Jerry, Jerry, Jerry. Jericho? I, I think the J silent. Jericho.
0: Well, Crashy looks like to be a future star anyway. Absolutely. But, uh, it's been good so far. Well, last time out, WF were heading for SummerSlam, and in a blockbuster main event, Jesse the Body Ventura imposed order on Triple H, Mankind, and the WF champ, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And WSW were still trying, but this episode is all about attitude with a pay-per-view, two roars, and a Smackdown. Now, we've had to cut down SummerSlam 99 for time, but we might release it uh, in full at some point down the line if it may become available somewhere else. So this one. But we start with SummerSlam 99. It's an out-of-body experience. this 22nd of August for Minneapolis, Minnesota, the Target Centre. Uh,
1: the attendance was 17,370. Your commentators are, as always, good old JR and Jerry the King Lawler. And the pay-per-view buy rate was a relative 1.71.
0: We start off with the WF Intercontinental title slash European title match. And D-Lo Brown with Deborah lost to Jeff Jack. That's T. Thanks to Mark Henry turning on D-Lo Brown with a guitar shot. They were all in cahoots, believe it or not. And, and WJ walked away with all the titles.
1: Uh, we had a tag team turmoil match. That was Jaws and Prince Albert versus Christian and Edge versus Midian and Viscera versus the Acolytes, Bradshaw and Farouk versus the Hardy Boys, Jeff and Matt versus the Hollies, Crash and Hardcore. <laughs> I thought he was on about one of them little tables next, you like, <laughs> nah. I would And I would the winner is Midian and Viscera. The Acolytes won yeah. by last eliminating the Holly Cousins, Hardcore and Crash.
0: And then we had the WF Hardcore title match, Big Bossman versus Al Snow.
1: And new hardcore champion, Al Snow. WF World Women's title match, Ivy versus Tory. And still, WWF Women's champion, Ivory. Lions Den weapons match, Ken Shout versus Steve Blackman. And the winner is... The world's most dangerous man, Ken
0: Shamrock, in the most underrated match of SummerSlam, Lover or Leave a Street Fight, Shane McMahon with Joey vs. Pete Gathrodney versus Test with Joe Briscoe and Pat Patterson,
1: and he's gonna love her and not leave her. Test wins.
0: Yeah, Shane McMahon has to leave Test alone now, and now we watch our next match. It's the World Titles, uh, Tag Team Titles on the line, and it's Kane and X-Pac versus the Big Show and The Undertaker. We've seen this. Uh, Demonic team recently wreaked havoc on Kane.
1: The Unholy Alliance. The
0: Unholy Alliance. And Kane has told everybody to suck. So we'll see what he can do here. An X-Pac on the attack earlier. the untaker. And the fight is on. Kane with Big Show. They can take an X-Pac down. And Kane on the attack. And he's changed his costume here tonight. First time we've seen a different Kane. But the untaker now is going to double team with Big Show. And it's the right strategy for the two giants.
1: They're going to take out the uh, the biggest man and biggest threat in this match as well, being Kane. But X-Pack's flying off the top to cover on Undertaker, but Undertaker kicking out with authority.
0: Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. 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 And the Undertaker there with a big shot to x pac taking him out. I think the Undertaker dislikes everything about x was a monster, and x pac has humanised him, and that wasn't his job to him. The Undertaker wanted to do that. He wanted to use Kane as a puppet, though, and X-Pac just wants him to be a human.
1: He's a real boy.
0: (laughs) And it makes the Undertaker sick. Just putting a beating on X-Pac.
1: X-Pac, though, trying to use his speed. X-Pac managing to red machine Kane, though. He goes to work instantly on his brother, backing him into the corner. Huge right hands to the heads. There's definitely no love lost between the brothers of destruction. As X-Pac wailing away on the Undertaker as he's perched in the corner. And now Kane eliminating his brother from the Royal Rumble who rolls out and lands on his feet. X-Pac jumps off the apron, takes him down and Kane taking out the Big Show before he, before he can even get in the ring. <laughs> and
0: X-Pac there, telling the going to suck it, just hits him with the elbow, knocks him down. That'll learn, you.
1: Now untaker's going to choke slam X-Pac, take him out on those wafer-thin mats. But no, Kane saving his friend from behind, plucking him out of the air and dragging him back into the ring. And just elbow an Undertaker off the edge of the ring apron. Oh, I think
0: Kane now coming off the top, taking out the Undertaker.
1: A big show breaking up, the ring out of the ring by his leg. But a big red machine responds with a huge uppercut to the big show.
0: Now Kane Irish whipping Undertaker his head low. Kane gets taken out by the DDT, but sits straight back up again. And part of the story releases X-Puck. Teaching Kane to be human on side is teaching the uh, the Untaker, a Big Show to be an absolute monster, to stop caring, to make him like Kane was, having by his side. He left him in the desert to fend for himself.
1: And he came out carrying a Harley on his shoulder.
0: Can the Big Show show his aggressive nature here? As Kane's fighting back now, but one big boot changed the momentum again. He's jumping elbow. Well, what chances do x pac have if he's here to fight himself? But Kane...
1: Just sits back up again. He may have a human side, but he's still the big red machine. What do you think of Kane's outfit, then? I think it looks quite smart. It scared the young Daniel
0: Hall who I was watching the uh, paper you with. He actually cried. (laughs) He said, Kane doesn't look right. Daniel, shout out for you if you're listening. Now the big show, working over Kane.
1: He cried at Kane, but wasn't phased at all by Paul Bearer. No, can he... (laughs) I
0: was about to say, uh, say so I can't say that. And now Kane... Kicking Big Show, fighting back. But the power of Big Show compels you as he power slams Kane. But only gets a two.
1: Two. The Undertaker in full control of his brother. Just kicking away and elbowing him in the corner. Scaring the referee off constantly. I think that's one constant Undertaker has kept throughout his whole career, isn't it? Like scaring the referee off.
0: Yeah, no, I've always liked that about him. There's always certain things, even the kind of way he takes his hat off. He brought that back, obviously, a bit later on. Even the way he kind of walks in his cadence. He's always kept up the same kind of thing. Even when it was like... Even American Badass, he had a few things when he... You know, the signature moves as it was. But the Undertaker in stopping came, But this is... Undertaker slowing right down. I mean, this is as close as he came to retirement at this point in his career. Until now, obviously. But as you're listening to this five years later, you're going, what are you talking about, James? He's wrestled the last five years.
1: Yeah, I mean, 20 years ago, Undertaker was close to retirement. And 20 years later, he's still wrestling.
0: And now both had double clothesline. James likes that move. As both men
1: now looking to get... Kane sits up. Going to go for X-Pac. Undertaker sits up. Is he looking for his uh, monster in the big show? But no. He comes straight towards X-Pac. He starts getting the upper hand, but Undertaker with the Irish reversal. X-Pac ducks a close eye on attempt, but he hits a spinning heel kick into the cover. But again, Undertaker just kicking out emphatically.
0: Ah... <laughs> need a little work on that. And Kane now with the kicks, but Big Show just grabbing him from behind. And now just sends X-Puck to the wafer-thin mats. And how thin are those mats, Dan?
1: <clears throat> those mats are just mere millimetres thick and they're over pure concrete. Literally no protection whatsoever offered by them mats.
0: And now Big Show's got, K- got x got
1: Just picks him up and throws him over the top rope back to the Undertaker for him to finish off. As Kane turns his attention to Big Show.
0: Now the Undertaker just taking out X-Puck. Spreads him across the apron, a huge elbow. X-Puck up, going to straddle him. Oh! Make a wish, right across the ring post. I don't think X-Puck will have any kids in K now when he attacked the Undertaker. And now it's Big Show. He's got X-Puck there for the taking. Goes low again with a headbutt. Oh, my word. And now this looks to be the end. Big Show slamming X-Puck and hits him with a knee. Looks for the tag and undertaker Said, no, you do it yourself. Sometimes you got to do something by yourself. Get the job done. And that's why he's looks put away x But x fighting back now. He knows he's got a partner to rely on as
1: he goes up and gets caught. As he catches x in a huge bear hug. Squeezing the life out of the smallest competitor in this match.
0: Sometimes you do just get the life squeezed out of you when you can't continue. But x has got such a big heart. He will fight
1: and carry on. Even when he end looks in sight. I think he's just biting the face of the Big Show to escape. Comes charging in but just gets caught. Double handed choke slam, Big Show in the cover. But luckily enough, Kane was there to break it up. Now, Big Show looking to end this one with a huge choke slam. Picks X up, but Kane in from behind. A huge uppercut to the jaw. X pac goes low, El well, Hebner sees it, pretends he was talking to the Undertaker instead. Big Show manages to tag in the Undertaker. Can X get one to his partner Kane? Oh, he's cut off before he can get there. But X with a low bow to the Undertaker this time. Tags in Kane, who runs through the his big brother, the Undertaker, takes out Big Show. X Pac with a spinning heel kick sends the Undertaker to the outside. Then leaps over the top rope but gets caught. Undertaker looking to send X Pac into the ring post, but X Pac with a backslide sends Undertaker there. And Kane beating down a Big Show in the corner. Asking for a tag to finish Kane a bit apprehensive, but so X Pac tags himself in. Looking for the Bronco Buster as Kane shuts off the Undertaker. But gets hung up on the top rope. And Big Show is in all sorts of trouble. But
0: gets right back to his feet. Grabs X-Pup round the throat. Picks him up. Huge choke slam as Kane's taken out the outside. But Big Show now showing overconfidence by putting a foot on him. But managing to kick out. Undertaker is furious looking at Big Show saying, How dare you do that? Disrespect. And the Undertaker tags himself in now and
1: Big Show. Getting told off big time. Well, he shoves the big show to one side and just starts wailing away at X-Pac in the corner. Oh, now this could be the end. I'm picking up X-Pac. Tombstone Piledriver. And I think that will do it. One, two, three.
0: And there we go. The new tag team champions, Fire and Glory, or whatever they were called. <laughs> the Unholy Alliance win the tag team titles here. Dan, what are your thoughts on that match?
1: I thought it was actually fairly entertaining. You can see, like... I don't know, it seems like there's sort of little cracks forming in Kane and X-Pac and definitely some big cracks forming in Undertaker and The Big Show, despite them winning the match.
0: Cracks with Paul Bearer around as well, like you can say. We might see something happening in the future these two. but we have new tag team champions. We move on, our next match was a kiss my ass" match. It was Billy Gunn, Mr. Arse versus The Rock. And The Rock ran victorious and shoved Billy Gunn's ass into a... Uh, Should we say a, a larger woman's uh, derriere? And Billy Gunn got a taste of defeat and the de ass. Uh, <laughs> so we move on our main event: WF World Heavyweight Title Triple Threat Match. Special referee Jesse, the Body Ventura, going to go against Stone Cold Steve Austin, the champion, Mankind, and Triple H with China. We've had all the build up. Has it been worth it to get this moment, Dan?
1: Absolutely. Yeah, the storytelling that's been going through all this has absolutely been perfect. You know exactly what's going on all the time. And it doesn't try to lead you, like, you know, in some false bravado and that. It just paints the picture perfectly. And, you know, it just goes to show how hard all these guys have actually, and women, to try, kind of get on top.
0: Without a doubt. So here we go. We get the big match music as well. And Triple H makes the entrance to the ring.
1: So if we were going for predictions, James, I would your choice be?
0: I can't go against Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know. He just, it's Texas Rattlesnake. Won it back recently. And I don't know if he's going to lose it again. What about
1: you? A Triple H. I think, you know, he's kind of shown that he wants it more than everyone else. And with China in his corner, I think he can get the vengeance he wanted to on mankind as well.
0: And Stone Cold comes out to a thunderous reception. He's ready for action now. Stone Cold. And I've
1: just got to say props, you know, to the SummerSlam entrance thing. They're using... Cherry Pickers in the entrance. They've got like three, four genies lined up in like a little row. I think that's Cushtay. Shout out to the Cherry Pickers.
0: Oh well, Austin now the right hands to start with Triple H.
1: Mankind waiting away on the outside, but as soon as Triple H comes towards him, he just grabs his leg, takes him on the outside. Oh, my God, just sends him into the announce table. And he's going to go right <laughs> double team with Stone Cold. So are we are going to see a bit of an alliance here between Austin and Mankind? Or are we going to see one between the two-man power trip? Or what?
0: Well, I think Austin, as long as he goes out, he doesn't trust anybody. So we're really teams, that won't be for long. Best bet might be for Mankind and Triple H to team up and say, right, let's take out Austin, because he's red hot at the moment, then we'll have a chance together.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: But at the moment, Mankind, the former tag champions,
1: and Triple H is getting ping pong between Austin and Mankind. As Austin tells him he's number one and then drops him to the floor. Mankind's saying, look, let's just carry on beating the fuck out of him. Austin goes low and... Mankind follows up with a huge <laughs> running knee lift. Goes to hug Austin. But Austin kind of saying, nah mate. Then put, uh, Mankind puts his hand out for a handshake. And Austin decides that's enough and starts unloading on Mankind. Looks for the stunner. Austin gets pushed into Triple H. Eliminates him from the Royal Rumble.
0: And now Mankind getting caught over the top. lands hard to the outside. And Triple H gets sent into barricade. Now Austin with a big right hand sends Triple H into the side. Now all three men brought up
1: the entranceway. China stalking around on the outside as Austin and Triple H go to work against each other. Now China throwing mankind into the ring post, keeping him busy. Would it have hurt to put China in this match and make it a fatal four-way? Uh, I don't know. What do you think? I think it would have been good. It would have been a good bit of exposure for her. You know, it would have meant that she was. In the main event as well, it's never a bad thing for exposure of women.
0: <laughs> yeah, you've never had a problem with exposure of women, have you?
1: No, no, James. Let's not turn it sexual. Boobs. Now Triple H has taken Austin out with a steel chair. It's going to be Austin, mankind, slugging out to see who deserves to be called the champ.
0: And Jesse has laid down the law and said so he's not going to take any shit from anybody,
1: even though it's an anything goes match because it's triple threat.
0: Yeah, you don't want to get anybody in your face, though, do
1: you? Oh, absolutely not.
0: Trust me. I know what it's like.
1: Well, you've had a few guys in your face, haven't you?
0: Uh, you know, I know what it's like when an annoying cunt keeps going on. you just got to try and take control sometimes. And Jesse's the body. So you know what that means. Underneath that ref shirt, body of Adonis.
1: And his cousin's with Ace as well.
0: <laughs> Ace Rimmer. Oh. <laughs> and do you see that thing with Bray Wyatt? Completely out of thing with Ace Ventura. Bray Wyatt used to have the white top, which Ace Ventura wore, and now the red and black pinstripe trousers is what the fiend wears. Anybody there? Look, interesting fact. Again, if you listen to this in five years' time, you're like, "Who the fuck is that?" Then skip by this bit. But Triple H now Irish ripping to mankind.
1: Mankind locked in, but it's not as effective when he's got when he hasn't got Mr. Socko on his hand. Well, China, though, he's got mankind and just hurt Mr. Coco against the ring post. <laughs>
0: Mike uh, Jesse,
1: is he uh, trying
0: to send China out of here? And how would he say? How would he? Say, how would you send a, someone out of ringside?
1: You're out of here. The body is laying down the law against the ninth wonder of the world.
0: And Austin now, can was going on. He's a bit beat up, and so is Man. obviously.
1: He's clubbing blow to the back of the head of Triple H?
0: Austin just comes running, which is a good trick if you can do it. And now. Working away on the game. Well, now they're going over to the Lions Den, which was used earlier. Triple H sent into that, and then into Still Barrier. Both men coming back down to the ring. Now it's turned into a bit of a one-on-all match with Austin and Triple H.
1: This man kind of still down on the outside. And Triple H, there just dragging Austin and hanging him up on that ring post. Just wrapping the leg of Austin around the ring post there, the one he has got heavily bandaged up, trying to knot the quadricept. quadricep. Quadricep.
0: Mm. Well, tr- Triple H is showing his intelligence here by going after the legs of Steve Austin. Look how, he- how heavily braced they are.
1: Well, showing that he is the cerebral assassin.
0: Without doubt, and with Mankind targeting that in the past, so Triple H knows. But then again, two leg, 2 one-legged men in an asking contest.
1: If they stand side by side yeah. and wrap their arms around each other, they might be able to do some damage. But Mankind is back up to his feet and he wants himself a piece of Austin now. Not even concerned with what Triple H has to offer.
0: And the fans not happy about that. But Mankind would do anything again. Oh my word. They're both stomping a mud hole and walking it dry. Never thought I'd see the day these two men teaming up. And Jesse's saying there's nothing he can do about it, but watch on.
1: Austin gets taken down by a double clothesline from the game and sock connection.
0: <laughs> and now they're saying let's double team him. Figure four.
1: As Mankind drops the leg across the throat of Austin. Goes for a cover, but Triple H quickly stopping that.
0: And that might be the friendship over for Mankind and Triple H. Cactus clothesline over the top. Mankind somehow catches himself on the apron. And Mankind there with a cannonball off the apron, but Triple H moved.
1: Mankind hit nothing but
0: Matt. And Triple H hangs Austin up on the top right. Now Triple H just wailing away on Austin.
1: Austin's had enough though. Pulls Triple H into the ring post. By his legs, sends him over Barry Cade and follows him out to the fans. Just wailing away, backed up against the crowd. Mankind comes over and joins in the fun. But turns his attention to the rattlesnake. Now Mankind looking for the pile drive of the concrete. No, Austin with the backdrop. Throwing Triple H over Barry Cade.
0: Austin sent to the steel stairs by Triple H. And all three men are down as is anyones at the moment. All three men back in the ring. And Austin now with the right hands.
1: Bounce Hams' head off the top turnbuckle, he blocks it, but Austin goes low instead.
0: Now just huge right hands by Stone Cold.
1: Turns his attention to mankind.
0: Now show the thrust in the corner. Now Triple H is gonna go for the pedigree, but now Austin stops him and then hits the move that doesn't work in real life onto mankind. Might be Austin's chance to get back into this match.
1: Austin waiting for mankind to turn round. Stunner! That's it now, it's all over. The Triple H is climbing into the ring with a steel chair.
0: Ah, oh, breaks it up. Well, China couldn't help, but Ventura's saying, come on, you can't use a chair either. you meant to be a man beating one-on-one. And Triple H says, all right,
1: yeah. And he hits mankind over the head with a chair. He's like, there's your chair. Take it. For the cover. Ventura Ventura's not counting. He's saying, nope, you want to use a chair? I ain't going to count. Triple H saying, come on, you're the referee. But Jesse said he'll
0: rule with an iron fist, and that's what he's doing. And now uh, Ventura and Triple H getting into you up in- Triple H and Jesse having a go at each other getting into it gonna have a fisticuffs maybe here comes Shane Shane's saying who do you think you are you gotta count and Jesse's swimming like a fucking sailor because they keep bleeping him out don't you say shit to me and Austin now has got up Shane
1: should be alright Boom hits him with a stunner tells him he's number one and says look get him out of here <laughs> and will Jesse oblige <coughs> he's got hold of Shane Oh, you're out of here. Saying Shane's sailing over the top rope. Has Austin got stuck? Yeah, well, there's two <laughs> funny
0: things that's happened here. First, Jesse said, that's for the old man, you little bastard, which obviously bleeped out. And unfortunately for Stone Cold, he is caught right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Triple H, the man who he's going against, has had to help him. Uh well, That's how bad Denise is. him. son could have done it without you.
0: Now <laughs> Triple H back to his feet. Trying to help Austin reverse Irish whip.
1: Austin misses the back elbow. Oh, a move that James likes. Both men close line each other are down.
0: And our man can't slowly get back to his feet after that unprotected chair shot to the head. Khan's going to get his sock out. That crusty, stinking sock. Well, we've, been, we've seen it inside most of the WF roster now. We've seen it inside Shame Up Man and China and Triple H. And now he's looking to stick it in Stone Cold. Yeah,
1: Stone Cold gets a mouthful of Mick. Oh, but Triple H gets his bare hands as Austin goes down low. Triple H in for the pedigree.
0: No, knocked off his feet by the clothesline by Austin. All three men up now. And Austin with the right hands. One of Dan's favourite moves. Double knob and
1: knocking. That's it. the meeting of the minds. Austin with a stunner on Triple H. This is it now. Austin's keeping... Two. No, Mankind in to break it up. What was that, Socko?
0: I think Socko helped Mankind there.
1: Mankind was out on his feet, but Socko dragged him over to break the pinfall
0: attempt up. Now going to send him into the turnbuckle, but no, Austin sends Mankind instead. And now Triple H is going to turn Austin around, hit the pedigree. Successful. And now it's his time, finally. He said he was going to do it. No,
1: Mankind knocking Triple H out of the way. And can Mankind take advantage? double arm DDT. Goes for the cover. One, two,
0: three. Oh my God, Triple H. Couldn't get there in time. Mankind is the new WF champion. It's the first time Stone Cold Steve Austin has been beaten clean, I would say.
1: Absolutely, yeah. It took two finishers, but I think it's the way if you're going to beat Austin and you want going to be unstoppable, you've got to kind of... Having beaten properly. Exactly. If you're going
0: to do it clean, like I said, being taken down, Triple H came so close. Mankind, I think, upsetting the odds there. What do you reckon?
1: Well, absolute predictions. I went for Triple H. You went for Austin to keep his title, but it was actually Mankind that prevailed in the ends in a bloody good match. You know, the storytelling was brilliant. You had a few unholy alliances between the three guys. I think at one point, all three guys teamed up to take the other one out. Like, you know, two guys on one... All the different combinations. And Jesse Ventura, you know, he kind of, uh, I don't know, there's sort of shady circumstances because in triple threat matches, but he refused to count. He wanted to rule it with an iron fist.
0: Yeah, well, it's interesting. Like I said, we, we've looked at the colour match now and then we look at colour politics. We're not saying Stone Cold Steve Austin was an absolute saint when it came to his booking and, and, and stuff like this as well. Now, you're not going to go into this, the, the rumours about what he thought with Triple H at that time but what is interesting to note was the fact it was meant to be triple h versus stone cold with triple h winning but due to maybe jesse ventura being a referee or whatever it was they didn't want a Hill to go over with jesse as a referee so they thought it'd be good for mankind and of course there's still program with triple h and austin but many people thought it was because austin didn't want to put triple h over but as we see triple h being champion was a certainty at this point and he put the kind of cherry on top this Triple H, the character that we've seen, changed a little bit. with was the attack on Stone Cold Steve Austin after the match with the chairs and what we'd see on Monday Night Raw. And speaking of the Monday Night Raw, we move on, and our next episode is August 23rd.
1: Well, Raw was down this week to a 5.65, while Nitro got a mere 3.0.
0: Mankind is supposed to come out. Triple H is out instead. He is pissed. He did think ass. He fought numerous number one contendership matches. He was screwed by Ventura. The WF is essentially holding him back as they're afraid of him winning. He had Austin beat and Mick Foley stow his thunder, and he curses a lot. He's happy that he crippled the rattlesnake. He mocks Austin being laid out with his legs up in the air like a cheap prostitute. He's not happy with JR because Mankind and Austin are his boys.
1: He thinks JR is enjoying this, and now he's going to enjoy this. He takes him down by the arm and tells Mankind to get out of here, or he'll break his arm. right, what's important here
0: with Triple H getting JR like this is the look on Triple H's eyes. And he sells it a good in And I think this is kind of his ascent to go to the main event because he does look crazed, you know, when he's got Jim Ross like this and and China for all her things, you know, back with Triple H by his side. No one's here to help JR. Well, he tells him to stop. He felt he was screwed and paybacks are a bitch. Mankind tells him that he can have a title shot if he lets him go. He wants it tonight. Mankind agrees. Triple H breaks his arm and they do a belated cracking sound. But JR does a great job saying selling it. The arm is twisted. Mankind breaks his word and tells Triple H no title shot. Here comes Shane. He's going to make Mankind. Triple H. Uh, Shawn Michaels not here, so they will face off tonight.
1: And Mankind has got the original WWF Championship belt back. Not the smoking scale belt that he won last night. And we see that JR is cutted off in an ambulance. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that's more than microphone dropping on the mat. It is a crackling on the arm, but still, I mean, it shows Triple H in a good light, taking out Jim Ross like that, but still getting his title shot because of the evil Shane McMahon. Road Dog comes out, and then the fans are fucking rolled. He does his thing and gets blasted from behind, and that takes us to match
1: one. It's Road Dog versus Al Snow for the WWF Hardcore Title. Well, Snow knocks him to the floor and nails him the head with an object. Cole is on commentary. Right. Fuck.
0: <laughs> They're on the floor still and the table is out and here comes Jericho and Snow's power bomb through it. Jericho attacks the old dog but is knocked around and into the back. Bossman runs out and beats on Snow with a nightstick and takes Pepper.
1: Well uh, it's a bit of a ang- bit of angle advancement there. And Joe blows but run into a trunk and then a fence. Bossman is leaving with Pepper in a car. Al Snow sprints after him. Uh, Snow's asking around for the dog. And match two is Big Show and The Undertaker versus the Acolytes for the WWF Tag Titles.
0: Well, Acolytes just tearing to show, double teaming him and knocking him around, packing Kane are down at the announce table. Pack sounds drunk. Show clothesline feet to the floor, and the Undertaker throws him onto the table, and he hits Kane. Look, and everyone is brawling. Pack is clotheslined by Show.
1: Kane is down and getting his ass stomped. Again, a bit more angle advancement there. Blue Meanie is who is in his house talking about the blonde bitch. It is a Blair Witch legend in Ames, Iowa. They go to look but run into each other. Meany had his his job saved by the fans as they flooded Titan Towers with letters and emails.
0: Lillian Garcia is a new ring announcer.
1: Test has the mic and he has some questions. He wants to pop the question and calls down Stephanie. She is happy that Shane is out and this will not happen. She is pissed and screeches at Shane that she is happy and wants to know why Shane wants to take this from him. Damn, she is annoying. Tess tells her to ignore him and then he pops a question. She loves Andrew and looks at Shane and needs some time and hugs him. Shane looks like he lost Pepper. Tess grunts that he understands.
0: Well, you think that it does not need a think but a warrior who will stand up for Y2J? I
1: forgot about this overbooked nonsense. Jeff Jarrett, that's J-E-F-F-J-A-R-R-E-T-T, and he comes out with Deborah and Mark Henry. Double J thanks Henry and gives him the European belt. Now to his precious Deborah. He loves the plan that they had and thanks her for coming up with it. He has a special surprise for her and agrees with the crowd that she has the puppies. Uh, And tonight she has Miss Kitty, Lawler's future wife and ex-wife. Not sure if they're dating or married yet. I think that's how she got the job. She's really tiny but hot. She is. I know. Here, Kitty, 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 Kitty. He has an open contract out for the IC title.
0: A match for his Mark Henry versus Meat for the WF European title. In the back, D-Lo is fucking murdering Meat. He tosses... He's murdering his Meat in the back. He He does it, and then he tosses off into the garbage uh, on his back and stomps a hole in him and just continues to beat him like a red-headed stepchild. Here comes D-Lo. He's swaggering out, and Henry waits and swings wildly, missing. Brown drops him with a running crossbody, but he's launched with ease. Henry yells at him and misses a big leg drop. Brown Hill kicks him in the skull and he drops a leg. So he goes up top and hits a frog splash. Double J runs in and he is promptly planted and retreats to the floor.
1: Again, it's a bit of fun for the angle advancement. Mr. R. He doesn't have a pen
0: and has China guard it so he can find one. He runs off and she finds a pen and signs the contract.
1: Ooh. Ooh. Well, the rock has arrived. Arse is looking for China. <laughs> and match four is Rock versus Gangrel.
0: Well, he tells Gangrel that he's going to take his blood and turn it sideways and stick it up his candy ass.
1: Rock runs up the ramp and takes out the Hardys and Gangrel. Gangrel is rolled into the ring and mauled. Rock gets two Two. and some more of Gangrel, but Gangrel retreats to the floor. Luring Rock out and he gets pounded by the Hardys. Back in the ring, Gangrel stomps away. Rock fires back with some hard rights. The whip is reversed and Gangrel lowers his head. Rock kicks him and gets two. Two. After a DDT, another reversal of Matt grabs Rock's leg, but Gangrel is still launched to the floor, but gets his throat bounced off the top rope and knocked to the floor. Matt tries to attack, but he leaps into the Rock from the barrier. Edge and Christian chase them off. Gangrel brings Rock back in and gets two. Two. After a side Russian leg sweep. The fans chant for the Rock as he is whipped into the corner, but Rock knocks him into the corner and unloads on him. He tosses the ref away and gets two. Two. After a Samoan drop, now he goes for a slam, but Gangrel floats, floats over and is given an inverted atomic drop, and it is rock bottom time. Now the people's elbow, game, set, and match.
0: Little boy not keen on Garcia's ring announcer just
1: yet. <clears throat> the Rock remains in the ring, and he's tired of Triple H coming out here and whining. The first contender stuff is bogus. Essentially, The Rock has been held back facing Arsene Gangrel. He beat them, so the fans chant The Rock. The fans want The Rock, so The Rock will take matters into his own hands. Finkel is talking to himself about being a warrior. And Kevin Kelly is with Tory, who discusses ivory terror. She thinks it's a fetish, and she wants an evening gown match on SmackDown. Well, Finkel
0: runs out to the Elmer Warriors music. Some fans initially rose in excitement. He has the mic, and Jericho has come to save the WF and to make it a better place. He applauds everything think he has done. There are some simpletons that do not get it, and one is Road Dogg, who was just picking his nose in the back. He wants Dog to come out to the ring, so Think can show him what Y2J is all about. Road Dog comes out and thinks Think is joking, Think he's not, and he's mad as hell, we're not taking it anymore, and shoves Road Dog. Road Dogg, I think, has been smoking weed, but he's shoved again, and so Dog grabs him, cue the countdown, Jericho blindsides him from behind, and gives him two power bombs. Owl Snow is losing it. Arse wants to know where China is. Triple H does not know where she, They're in each other's grill. Arse tells him to tell her he's looking for her. Triple H tells him to be careful as he might find her.
1: Hardcore Holly wants his cousin to nut up or shut up so they can decide who the true heavyweight is. Well, match 5 is Hardcore Holly versus Crash Holly. Crash greets him with some stomps and drop kicks him to the floor. He tosses him over the barrier and beats him into the crowd. They brawl there and head to the back. They beat each other like, they beat the shit out of each other there hardcore asks if he's had enough and crash responds by clobbering him they fight into a room and the door closes that is it and they come out with a big smile on their face yeah. well <laughs> kevin prognosis,
0: kelly kevin kelly informs us that austin's prognosis is not good mankind is not happy with triple h you hit him with a sledgehammer and while he does not always agree with the austin the man has funded his retirement basically triple h will pay
1: Snow is rocking back and forth in the corner.
0: Here comes the untaken big show again. They head to the announce table.
1: And match six is Kane and X-Pac versus Midian. And-
0: Midian's getting dismantled by Kane. Here comes the acolytes. Kane continues to destroy Midian. Viscera is in and rocks Kane with a few blows, but it does not last, and he gets pounded. Pack is in. The spin kick drops him in the corner, and it's Bronco Buster time. The acolytes attack Kane. Pack takes out Midian and the Bronco Busters him. Viscera crushes both men
1: in the corner, and Viscera pins X-Pac. Well it was nothing great but a bit of angle advancement and surely X Pac and Kane will break up soon.
0: Arse is still walking in the back.
1: Jericho tells Fink that they will call it WWF Fink Down on Thursday.
0: <laughs> Mr. Arse comes down and calls out China. She comes out, gets in his face. He
1: thinks they're having a misunderstanding. She tells him that he's talking out of his arse again. Mr. Arse is not playing and they are here to fight. Here comes Jeff Jarrett, that's J E Double F J A Double R E Double T. He takes... He swings a guitar and he hits China. Arce is happy and takes the other guitar from... Kid. Fast Jeff Jarrett with it.
0: Rock is on commentary. He's pissed as he should be in a ring. And he's pissed that he's facing Gun and Gangrel. And next we'll have to face Brooklyn Brawler. Here comes Shane and he's the ref.
1: So it is Match 7, the main event. And it's Triple H versus Mankind for the WWF title.
0: And Mankind's come out here. Triple H really waiting for him. And the fight is already on. Mankind is not happy... About what Triple H did to JR. Triple H is just a different side to him that we've seen. Assaulting Austin, taking him out. Crippling JR, now
1: going after
0: Mankind.
1: But Mankind definitely isn't going to take it lying down as he starts giving Triple H as good as he's getting. Punching him down in the corner. Mankind comes in with a running knees.
0: Mankind, Irish rip into the corner and then a bulldog. Goes for the cover, but Shane is distracted. It wasn't really, Shane's just playing up.
1: Well, I'm guessing that Triple H and Shane O'Mac are still in cahoots.
0: Without a shadow, without Shane has given Triple H this opportunity. And Triple H wants to take it with both hands. Shane sees sink in him. And Socko's
1: coming out already. Doing things now. Oh, Mankind gives the sock right in Shane's mouth. Just plants him over the top rope. Gets rid of Shane from the match. But Triple H kicks Mankind in the gut. Loads him up for the pedigree. But Mankind with a backslide. Triple H lands on the mat. And he gets a mouth of sock as well. China's on her way down to the ring. Well, China got hit with a guitar earlier, but she's coming out to help her man. Oh no! And now she's getting the same sock in her
0: mouth. Oh, she took one for the team. But now mankind, double arm DDT. That's
1: good enough for the victory. One, two, three. Now comes comes shirt stealing Hebner for the count, but no Triple H managing to kick out. Uh Ah! And both men are fighting over Barry Cade. El Hebner's trying to get some order here. Oh. oh! Well, Triple H Irish whipping man steps, but China grabbing hold of him as he was oncoming and hip tosses him into the stairs for a bit of extra added oomph.
0: And Triple H just sending Mankind across the announce table. And Rock's got to be careful at ringside.
1: Mankind comes charging him with a chair, but Triple H gets his foot up, sending a chair back into Mankind's face. Now the champion's in all sorts of trouble as he's... Bent over the barricade as Triple H just pounds away at the back of his head.
0: Triple H sending Mankind back in. Mankind went for the clothesline. Triple H dodged it, hit a net breaker. Could be it, but no Mankind I'm managing to kick out. Uh.
1: Triple H with a knee to the jaw. Into the cover. But now only a two count. Two. And Triple H getting in the face of El Hebner. And the game taking that suck off of Mankind's hand and just throwing it out the ring. And Triple H now in the assault. He's got the target of Mankind. Oh, throws him shoulder first into the ring post. That looks sore. Rolls him up. Two. No, only a two count. Two. <laughs> got to love the rock and commentary. Oh, I think he's brilliant.
0: <coughs> even giving the eyebrow. Mankind does want a 24-hour champion, but a huge knee by Triple H. He's, Mankind's not had the longest title, right? No. Nah. But I still think deserving any so, even though people might say he's transitional champ. I mean, in this case, definitely, but... <coughs> If anybody deserves it, it's definitely Mankind.
1: Mankind's backed up in the corner as Triple H is wailing away at his head. El Hebner's trying to lay down the law with Triple H, but I don't think he's having much of it as he goes straight back on the offence. Both men trading blows.
0: Mankind with a wicked right hand knocking Triple H down from the corner,
1: trying to get some momentum in this match. I should reverse by the game as Mankind gets his foot up. It's a huge clothesline takedown into the cover to... No. no, only a two count.
0: Two. <laughs> and now kept Cactus Clothes on over the top. Oh, I think that's lush. And The Rock saying Triple H going to cry like a little woman as well. And China now causing distraction. And Triple H sent him to The Rock.
1: there's Jano Mac in the background with a chair in his hands. Oh. Cracking it over the back of Mankind. But having little or no effect. Oh. Oh, that one had some effect though. As Triple H comes out. With a chair shot to the head. The Rock gets one as well. Oh, my God. A sickening shot
0: and Shane now looking to bring Mankind in for Triple H. And well, The Rock's out.
1: Oh, my God. Oh, Hebben knocked out. And Triple H, he's not going to do it now, surely. Don't call me Shirley. He's got the pedigree locked in. Turns Mankind over. One, two, three. And there you go. The first ever
0: time Triple H won the WWE chip. 20 years ago, yesterday. he's gone on
1: to hold it 13 more times since then.
0: Wow, but look at the emotion. Triple H first time. Never thought he'd get there to the top of the mountain. What do you think of the match?
1: I thought it was an entertaining match. Again, it's something to help mankind look like he's a legitimate badass by having to have a huge chair shot and a phony referee in China there as well. So, you know, he may have been a transitional champ this time round, but he didn't get given a title easily.
0: And we see on Raw a new WF champion, Triple H. It's his time and that's what he done worked up through the mid card. But the way it happened with the chair shot, there was nothing mankind could do after that. <laughs> nothing the Rock could do either. Both men will be annoyed,
1: look for and Triple H is WF champion. You could as you say, you could definitely see something changing Triple H in that uh interview where he breaks JR's arm as well.
0: Without a doubt.
1: So in between two roars, the debut of SmackDown.
0: So, yeah, it's the 26th of August, and uh, the kind of re debut we could be saw it in April with a kind of one-off special, but now that it's been a series, UPN decided to go with SmackDown despite some low and unexpected ratings. As it remained in a solid five, and will become a mainstay for UPN, with some steady, if unspectacular, ratings.
1: Also, wrestling is pretty cheap to produce, as the WWF will incur the vast majority of the costs. The WWF will be hammered by parent councils as uh, WWF's programming will be seen as being far too raunchy for network TV and, in fact, once they lose sponsors because money to f- will lessen some of the raunch. In my opinion, that is a good thing.
0: Well, Triple H comes out with China and normally he would have two words for the fans but now he has four. The fans call him an arsehole and he agrees he may be one but he's still the WF champion. Ironically, he discussed about being held back, how the tables are turned in a year or two. He crammed it down everyone's throats and, like it or not, he is the WF champion. He's proved the world that he is... The Game.
1: He's now The Game. Officially, it's been stamped in history that he is The Game. Well, Austin is not. Mankind is not. And after he beat Austin at the pay-per-view, he beat Mankind in the middle of the ring. He will mow them all down, even the people's arse. Rock is listening in the back. The fans chant for him, and here he comes. He stands at the top of the ramp as the fans chant his name over and over. Finally, The Rock has come back to Kansas City. He calls Triple H a jabroni, and he is upset that he came on the Rock show and mentions SmackDown and the fans erupt.
0: Well, he doesn't like him running his mouth about being the game, and he needs to go back to the drawing board because the game sucks. He has a plan, and tonight he's going to beat Triple H's monkey ass. There are two things he can do about it, nothing and like it. Triple H declares that The Rock is not in his league, and he is nowhere near it. Rock responds that there is a miscommunication.
1: He could take off his shirt and come at back out here and start this promo all over again. Or he could take the WWF belt, rub some icy hot on it and stick it up his candy ass. Triple H calls him some names. Now The Rock has a third choice. He walks down the ramp and gets the fans to chant his name again. Rock takes off his fancy shirt, turns it sideways. Oh, Rock takes off his fancy show? Well Rock takes off his fancy shirt, turns it sideways and he's going to stick that up his candy ass. Here comes HBK, and he wants to make it official. Nice shades and white suit, by the way.
0: Yeah, definitely coming from the me vice type of feel. Uh, the only cat in the WF who can do that is himself. The Rock will take on Triple H, and the belt is on the line. Triple H is not pleased. To ensure there are no shenanigans, there is only one man in the WF that can be trusted to be law and order in the ring, and that is
1: HBK. Therefore, he will be the referee. Shane somehow gets in the ring and tells Sean to hold on. HBK has the stroke to make the match, but as the owner, he is going to run up and he is going to be the second ref. have seen this shit already, for fuck's sake. HBK has an issue with that because Shane is going to be busy tonight and he is going to get a lesson in stroke. Coming off a stellar four-star performance at the pay-per-view, he is now a WWF superstar.
0: Well, Shane cannot help him ref because he would be taking on a man who screwed and Raw and Q, Mankind. Mankind talks about putting off today, what he can do tomorrow. He's going to take off his $3 shirt and loosen his free tie and start walking down the people's aisle and listen while the dozens and dozens of Mankind fans all chant his name. And they do.
1: Rock says, piss on this talk and gets in the ring and hammers Triple H, and Shane is mauled by Mankind, and the posse runs down right into a buzzsaw. Two are given a rock bottom, and Mankind takes care of the other.
0: Well, backstage, Jeff Jarrett, that's T is walking around with a cat and Deborah, And Mr. Arse is strolling in the back. And it leads
1: to our first match, which is Jeff Jarrett versus Mr. Arse for the Inner Canal title. Well, Double J hammers him right before the bell and stomps on his back with uh, atrocity. He chokes him out and then bashes him in the back of the skull. Gun ducks a blow off the ropes. Drop kicks Double J. After a power slam, he gets two. Two. Puppy's time, but Double
0: J's blindside fails. Or well, Mr. Arse decks him, but the fight spills to the floor and Double J posts him, then bring him back into the ring where he hammers him some more. Mr. Arse fights back and misses in the corner. Down, Kitty has a guitar and China takes it from her and swings it, but hits Deborah. And Double J's rolled up. It is a non-title after all, but Jarrett loses. And then China Nuts Mister her Fuck, she's annoying now. And now Lillian is with Snow. Bossman is bringing Pepper. Snow is begging for him to come back and for Bossman to take care of him. Well, Finkel
1: is shining Jericho's shoes. And Test is pacing in the back. And our next match is X-Pac and Kane versus the Acolytes versus Undertale for the WWF tag team titles.
0: Well, the Undertaker goes to the announce table and he's even a big show to go it alone. Show takes out Kane and Fruit, but Kane runs in DDT. From Kane is nearly pinned. X-Pac comes in and now everyone's in the ring going at it. Show's dumped to the floor. And the excuses himself and he's yelling at Show and smacks him, asking if he, he wants the knowledge. Show gets back in and punches Farouk.
1: He tries to power- powerbomb power X-Pac. He tries to fend him off. Farouk misses the clip on the knee, but Bradshaw does not. Show cleans house and goes down and goes and down goes Show and Farouk. Kane cleans house and down goes Show and Farouk is about to be pinned, but Show makes a save. Pack and Kane attack him. Kane is pulled to the floor. Pack tries to help, but his choke slammed, and it is over.
0: Yeah, not a bad match, but Test is still
1: pacing and a grinning. Steph, is she smirking? No, James. She hasn't got a grin. A gob. she's got a smile on her face because uh, I think she knows. No, no, she has his ar- She has his answer. She walks off. Well, Bossman has the mic and brags about himself and tells Snow to get his butt out here. Snow comes out and begs to know where Pepper is. Bossman yells about something, but the gist is that he wants a hardcore title shot and he will get the dog. Damn, he took a long time saying that. So match for his big Bossman versus Al Snow for the hardcore title. Well, Bossman brings Pepper down and the fight is on. Snow heads to the floor to go for his dog, but Bossman has a ladder, gets it pushed into him. Bossman eats the steps and then back in the ring, he's hitting the head with a baking sheet. Snow grabs the ladder and starts to head up top, but Bossman uses the ladder to knock him to the floor. Snow throws it back into his face and climbs into the ring and then stops and stares at his dog. Bossman cuts him off, hits him with the nightstick, and just like that, it is over.
0: A hardcore match ending like that, plus Bossman took the dog as well.
1: Oh, no, not Pepper. Well, X-Pac and Kane are arguing and Pac yells, they are done. Kane is whining.
0: Well, Jericho's fluffing his hair, talking about how he's going to save the show.
1: Snow wakes up and realizes there is no Pepper
0: and runs off. And then we see Triple H and The Rock in their respective locker rooms get ready for the main event.
1: Jesus H Christ! Now Snow is looking for his dog. A match for is Road Dog versus Chris Jericho. Road Dog does his thing. He could not trade Jericho's ass for a pack of smokes. Wow, what a diss!
0: You know, this is Jericho's first ever WF match on TV. We saw him make his debut, or make his uh, yeah debut disrupting The Rock, but this is his debut match against a road dog.
1: <laughs> well, you know, we're kind of uh, taking a shoot back to our dream debut segment we've done many moons ago.
0: And now we see Jericho in action 20 years ago at this Smackdown. So will we see a more motivated Chris Jericho than we saw in WCW? There's no doubt he was a great performer, but you've got to think in WF, it's about cats, and I think Jericho has it in abundance, but He's kind of the second guy to make the move across since the Monday Night War started along with the big show. Jericho, I don't think he's going to be treated as a main event, especially with someone like the Road Dogg. I wouldn't count him as a main event player. Say Maybe more mid-card, but we'll see how Jericho does. Road Dogg tells him to suck it straight away. Collar and Elbow top to start, and Jericho's going to push Road Dogg back. Of course, he's been brainwashing Howard Finkel recently as well. Side headlock to Road Dogg.
1: So he's replaced um, Ralphus with Finkus.
0: Basically, yeah. I mean, Jericho said he wants a, a warrior in his corner to help, but he's got the Fink. Whereas Rodog's just trying to find himself after DX. We see Kane and uh, x Park having problems. Triple H has moved on. Of course, Mr. Ars now. Rodog might be stuck a little bit here. You know what I mean? The kind of still in DX, but not really found his own character. Do you think that's what hurt Rodog the most?
1: Well... You know the thing that I don't get is that um, Dog they fought for the DX kind of name, won it, won it and then X Pac teams up with Kane, who is not, in no way, shape, or form affiliated with DX. And Road Dog is kind of going as a singles character, so like they're not really degenerates, and he's not doing anything degenerate like.
0: No, oh, yeah. and it's weird as well because, like I said, it's been focused more on the Triple H and the other guys, and Road Dog's kind of been lost in the shuffle a little bit as well. And now, but it is good to be featured against Jericho in his match. You know, the people. I might not have seen this guy
1: before, but obviously, absolutely, yeah. And a superplex off the top for Road Dog puts Jericho in trouble. Have we seen many people lose their debut match? Not many people do, but the Think is here to make sure it doesn't happen. Offering Jericho a drink and then just throws it in the Road Dog's face, giving Jericho an opening to take control of this match. No huge bat break and the Think. Who's the Think? The Fink, <laughs> I don't know. Ralph's
0: got a little bit of Think about him. Is it because he's a huskier fella? I think it is. I do like that. Jericho trying to work the back of Road Dog, but as he comes out, Jericho's nice there.
1: Double underhook into a backbreaker. Very uh, impressive from Jericho. So, um, for Jericho making the jump from WCW to WWF, what's going to be different? I think there's going to be slightly better officiating. Not as many DQ and phony finishes with people running in and... uh, Spoiling the match. Uh, I
0: think. I think the main difference is is they treat Jericho like a star from Leoff. to come and interrupt someone like The Rock to have that kind of entrance he did. Yeah, they dropped the ball with Jericho as we're going to see, and it wasn't really until kind of January that the fans really kind of accepted him as well. Because it's weird because if you're watching one company being told the other company is crap, the wrestlers aren't the crap. When they come over, you are going to see that? We saw it in abundance for the invasion angle, didn't we? You know, the kind absolutely, of, yeah. The fans kind of turn against you. The kind of the way the wrestlers took it. So that must have been def- difficult for Jericho to come across and be like, "Look, I actually want to be part of this team." When you've been fighting yeah. him for so long.
1: But the thing with me, and I think the quality of wrestling is better in WCW. Yeah. I mean, you know, with I know you've got the Hoaxes, and on the whole, you haven't got any like uh, Rey Mysterio's over uh, on WWE. You haven't got any Benoit's, Melenkos, you know, even Eddie Guerrero's and that, and. Especially the cruiserweight division, as well, you know, with your Kidmans and your Vampiros and that. I think the wrestling quality is better, but the storytelling quality is yeah. worse.
0: Uh, I think the characters, like, so the they reacted there and they got them on point, even with someone like the Road Dog cheering along. But for Road Dog, it's more signature moves than the finisher. I think it is with most wrestlers. As he does WF. the shake, rattle, and knee yeah. drop. <laughs> but I think that with most WWF stars at this time. It's all about what they could do on the mic and then hit the signature and then finish and Not knock at them,
1: it's not an, Absolutely, you know. yeah. Um, yeah, it is all about like you know, the catchphrase. And I think pretty much everyone at this point has either a catchphrase or a thing about them. Without a doubt, you know. But the table's set up and Jericho just. Powerbombs Road Dog. Pick Power up, hits a second one and.
0: Jericho's lost his dream debut. Well, like you said, not many people lose on their debut, and Jericho's one of those. So Jericho's
1: debut was on SmackDown's debut.
0: Yeah, exactly, and it's mental. We think 20 years ago as we record this today, that is when Jericho had his first match, and now you look at 20 years later and what he's doing in just a few days' time for another company.
1: Well, the referee's called for the bell. Jericho has been disqualified, but he has got the Lion Tamer locked in on Road Dogg as he's prone across the table. If we look at the storyline-wise, is this Jericho sending a statement to the roster? It is, yeah. You know, he's saying, look, like, I don't care if I win or lose, but I'm going to come for you and I'm going to hurt you.
0: And I think that's exactly what we're seeing here with Jericho. We've seen him kind of, like, goofy, so to speak, but now being more serious and want to take out.
1: But, you know, we're not quite clear on what his goals and ambitions are. But, yeah, I suppose that's going to come over time. Without a doubt, you know, thinking...
0: he said he wants to safe but... It's going to take a long time to go through him, but I think he's taken out Road Dogg to begin with, and he seems happy about it. Blows the kiss, Jericho. <coughs> but it was a fun match. Clearly, WF style is not like WSWs, and Jericho be required to relearn the WF method or learn it.
1: Yeah, and Jericho is telling Finkel he makes fun of the other ring announcer, and Finkel should be in the ring and seen as he is a warrior. He needs to prove that he is the best, and Finkel runs out. He does the warrior thing and tells Tony Schimmel to hit the bricks and shoves him down. Tony blindsides him and beats him up. Jericho is in the back, wincing. Finkel is knocked to the floor. And then after that, Jericho comes out and helps Finkel to the back, admonishing him.
0: And our next match is Ken Schammelt versus Val Venus. And she bumps into Jericho. Jericho starts, but backs off. Probably clever by Jericho, not to get him in the face of the world's, world's most dangerous man. Finkel charges after him and gets his fingers twisted. Joker then blasts Shamrock with a chair and they run off. It's classic. <laughs> Shamrock just
1: sprints right after
0: him. There is no match.
1: <laughs> well, Stephanie comes out and asks Andrew to come out here. She has an answer and he gets on his knees again. And she answers... Hey! Zero charisma. Then again, I am jealous. I'm not. I'm not jealous. Testing her kiss... The posse run down and Tess tries to fend him off but is overwhelmed. Shane is restraining Stephanie and here comes Mankind with a chair.
0: Well, he takes out the posse. I mean, how much punishment can those fuckers take? Shane leads to the floor and he argues with Stephanie. Mankind wants his match right now. Shane is not ready yet and backs off. Mankind wants him to find a testicular forge and will give him one chair shot to the head. Shane gets in the ring and blasts Mankind with a chair and down he goes. Shane brags.
1: Well, Mankind is up and Shane is clobbered. Mankind hits him with the mic and clotheslines him over the top rope and then heads after him and continues to brutalise him.
0: Well, he suplexes him, rolls him back in the ring. The posse is up, but so is Test. He annihilates them and Patterson and Briscoe run down to lend a helping hand. Test carries Stephanie out of harm's way. Meanwhile, Shane is DDT'd and it's Socko time. China H does too and hits Mankind with a chair and Shane falls on top, getting the win. So yes, he's not only beaten Roman Reigns, he's beaten mankind in ninety nine as well.
1: Absolutely. I mean, you know, that's two world champions he's got under his belt. Um well I'm not actually quite sure when and where the match started, but Shane won the match anyway. Yeah.
0: Jericho Fink are running and Jericho leaves Finkel behind, Shavuck screams in his face as Finkel blubbers and I think he shit himself. I remember that bit, <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah. Well, Tori strips in the back and they show her in a G string and nothing else. It, well, it's just the back of her.
0: Yeah, that is at uh, 1 hour 24, if anybody wants to go there. Uh Cole's with Austin, and they are talking about his knee issues. Triple H claims he would not be back. Austin responds that that is bullshit. He's going through rehab, and he will figure out if and when he is ready. He praises Triple H for taking a page out of his book, but he's not read the whole book and he will beat his ass.
1: Match seven is Ivory versus Tory for the WWF women's title. Well Tory
0: is naked and stopped by officials who are not letting her get out. They give her a shirt, the match starts and doesn't last long and Ivory is stripped and beaten. Luna stops her from doing more damage.
1: Well, I guess this too was a non-title match.
0: Garcia is with Triple H. China takes the mic from her and tells her to show Triple H some respect. Triple H is grumpy and declares the Rock will never walk again. They show him walking in the back.
1: Well, Snow is still looking for Pepper,
0: and everyone is hugging his Stephanie and Tri- and Test.
1: And match eight is Triple H, who is the champion, versus Rock for the WWF title
0: well we watched this on our smackdown special last year rock looked whoever won as he prepared to drop the people's elbow but guest ref sean michael schultz and all delivered a sweet chin music to the great one for triple h to retain so that Are is the first shenanigans smackdown. They're shenanigans and kahoots, so smackdown. we actually watched the first episode of smackdown as well and gave you our thoughts so we've just got one episode left of wf this month and it's august 30th and it's raw
1: Yes, and I have still not figured out why the ratings were a 4.2, and Nitro rose to a 4.0. Yeah,
0: what Was it Hogan's power of bringing everybody back, or was it just a fluke, week? Have things actually changed over there? Well, on Royal Rock comes out, and he is not happy. He should be champ. He calls Shoney, makes fun of the fact that he... F- he calls himself the sheriff he's going to take his pistol and shove it up his candy ass he wants a piece of triple h and threatens to go after him if he does not come out at the count of three
1: well he does not come out so the rock goes after him he looks in the back and in the ladies room knowing he pees upside down Triple H ambushes him along with China and Shane. Mankind enters the fray as officials try to break it up.
0: Well, here comes Shane with a posse. Cannot get rid of Rock and Mankind will get shot at Triple H tonight, but first they have to get by their respective opponents. Rock will have to face the Undertaker. Shane brags that he beat Mankind and he has to face all the posse in a handicap match.
1: Oh, the Undertaker Rock match is a no holds barred. Mankind comes down with a ref, and of course Shane dismisses Teddy Long as he will be the ref. Shane reminds Mankind that he cannot touch him or he will get DQ'd.
0: So match one is posse versus Mankind.
1: They swarm him, but two are lined, and the fans chant foley as he beats two of them down. Abs is knocked to the floor. Pete Gass gets a neck brace torn off and gets his head rammed into the top buckle ten times as Rodney wallows in the corner. Pete is lined, and Rodney is crushed with a running knee. Abs wallops Mankind and then clotheslines him and stomps a hole in him.
0: And the posse bring in trash cans and a load of Mankind and Shane takes them away, monitor them. Mankind is suplexed and nearly pinned. Shane is knocked down and a snow shovel comes into play and the posse is laid out. Shane refuses to count and turns right into Socco. Triple H runs down his grip with a flurry of punches and is clotheslined to the floor.
1: Well, it wasn't a bad start to the show, to be fair. Lillian Garcia disc- declares Mankind the winner and Shane runs over to her and demands her change the verdict. Because mankind touched him. queases and Shane runs off.
0: Well Cole is with the Undertaker and Big Show. Cole tells us the obvious that the Undertaker and the Rock are facing off. The Undertaker swears and Rock is swears that The Rock is going down.
1: And The Rock is waiting, uh, walking in the back.
0: And now it's Undertaker versus The Rock is our next match.
1: Undertaker is going off about The Rock's stand up routine, and Undertaker tells Show that he will face The Rock and tells him to like it when Show is about to protest.
0: Rock hammers him from the outset and him to the floor. Rock knocks him around and gets two, two. on the ramp after rushing leg sweep. Sho has had enough and clotheslines Rock and rolls him back in the ring. Rock greets the upcoming Show with a few blows to the head, but Rock is whipped to the ropes.
1: Aslam, Show works him over in the corner and thrusts him into the other one. He misses the charge, but he's able to drop the Rock who rolls to the floor. Show has the Rock up, but the latter slides behind and shoves in, uh, Sho into a post. Rock jaws at the Undertaker and decks him, but Taker blindsides him and show slamming through the table, getting the pin. Oh, that
0: was sudden, but classic.
1: Absolutely fun match, yeah. Um, Triple H has run down, but so does Mankind, who gets pummeled. Triple H was nearly destroyed by show and Undertaker.
0: Backstage hours with Cole, who's sad about Pepper. There's moaning going on behind him.
1: Big Bossman calls out Snow as he has something to say to him. Bossman acts contrary and apologises. He assures Snow that there will be no tricks. And all he has to do is go to Bossman's hotel room.
0: And the Rock is still pacing around.
1: And match three is X-Pac versus Takamishinoku. Well,
0: not a bad three or four minute match. It went back and forth and Pac gets the win. WF needs a cruiserweight division.
1: Yes, uh, X-Pac huffs and puffs to that He has a lot been going on and he wants the big guys.
0: Well, some sort of melee in the back with lower carders. I don't know what's actually going on. And match four is the start of a tag tournament. Well, this is a brawl from the start with Reggie and Christian and the Hardys and others. The lower card guys came out and after a minute, the bell rang and the match was tossed.
1: It was a fun brawl, though.
0: Well, The Rock is still walking in the back. He comes out and he is not happy. and mock showing the untaker. What happened early was take more than to keep him down. Now, The Rock directs his ear towards the untaker and makes fun of his tats. He wants a piece of both. Mankind comes out and knows he and The Rock have a difference. The people want Mankind as The Rock's partner and he would like to
1: be The Rock's partner. Oh, something smells fun going on here. Well, Mankind gets the crowd all riled up about them teaming up and uses The Rock's catchphrases, modified for himself, of course. Rock, uh, finally, The Rock interrupts him and is none. T- he warns Mankind to never use his phrases ever again. Mankind starts to say, can you smell? And The Rock stops and reminds him of what he just said mankind backs off and pumps his fist as the rock finishes absolute brilliant chemistry between them two guys i mean uh it's a rock and sock connection a tag team that you got behind yeah i i think you have to i don't
0: really like tag teams that are kind of just like you know not stuck together I suppose but there's a kind of odd partnership where the rock and mankind have had so many wars and then finally on the same page you think yeah, it just kind of work and this side just i don't know if it's Cuddly or sweet, but it's something weird about a man who's over 300 pounds in a mask and yet can build a certain sympathy to him where you think you're on his side, you know, you don't... Well,
1: do you think the fact of, you know, what he went through... Against the Undertaker in Hell in a Cell. do you think that's kind of got him the sympathy vote with fans? No, I think it it
0: might, or yeah, not simply like kind of just a respect, you know, as in yeah, like the kind yeah, of yeah. like, shit, you've done this, son, like, what else, can, you can't really do anything else to kind of top that, do you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, that, and it's still even now, like 20 years later, is like the, the, the biggest moment or the, the biggest bump in the kind of WF history, you know. But it's interesting, the Rock is socked together, Austin's missing out, and what do you do? You know, is it overkill to have The Rock? Too many times, you know, and have him featured already against the big show and now again. Or is it something that WF looked at and th- thought to himself, Right, we have to start building a mid card vision, that's where it started from and everything like this as well.
1: Absolutely, yeah.
0: There's no doubt this is not entertaining, it's just, you know, at the moment in time you seem to be lo- using the same le- the same a lot of the guys. Again, the undertaker of Mankind mixing it up. Big show's kinda new into it.
1: Indeed, yes. Well, Meat is coming down with Terry. She hits on The Rock, and The Rock does his thing about her wanting him. She follows along, even as The Rock tells her to go to the SmackDown Hotel. He finally tells her to bubble her ass on out of here.
0: And Meat 5 is Meat versus Chaz.
1: Oh, yeah, you know, we're talking about building the mid-card, and uh, Meat versus Chaz.
0: Well, fight starts, and both girls are beating on each other. The match is tossed.
1: Kitty tells Deborah's makeup artist to beat it. And here they come with Jeff Jarrett.
0: And then match six is Jeff Jarrett, Mark Henry versus D Lo Brown and Mr. Ars.
1: Interesting team up. So Mark Henry turned hill on D Lo Brown. And D Lo Brown's teaming with Mr. Ars who's a hill. Or is he a face now he's been knocked by China? Nah yeah, he's been looked a bit
0: stupid, so I mean the
1: jury's out for Mr. Ars. Well anyway, yeah, China. I is, sorry, sorry I, I think it's up. more about
0: his target is on the Intercontinental title at the moment with all these kind of challenges. And Mark Henry Oh, friend. yeah, I
1: suppose. I see. Well, China is on commentary and Brown is knocking Jeff Jarrett around. Double J returns the favour and here comes Henry who slams D low and drops the elbow. He gets two. Two. Henry squashes him and gets two. Two. And then slams him again but misses the big leg drop. The match breaks down and, of course, China, who literally sucks on commentary... Accidentally knocks out Ars with a good... He and Brown... Leg.
0: Tested with Cole and a former call-out, Patson and Briscoe. He wants them to be the best men and they are happy to oblige.
1: And match seven is Ken Shamrock versus Gangrel.
0: Well, the Hardys interfere now sent to the back. Gangrel manages to get some offence. Gangrel works him over in the corner. Shamrock finally counters and gets two. Two. After a side slam, Shamrock goes on a long offence and gets two. Two. After a snap suplex, Shamrock ducks. A blow after a reverse... Whip Penny he drops Gagra with a back elbow but runs right to a power slam, then he pinned. Shamrock trips him and finishes him with the ankle lock.
1: Well, it was quite a long match and there was actually a clean finish. So that's always nice to s well Finkel tells Shamrock to focus on the Titan Tron and then he runs off. The countdown. Jericho taunts him about Being the most dangerous man, and after watching his match, he may be dangerous around heavy machinery. He's not going to unleash his fists of fury tonight, and will do so on Smackdown. I
0: don't know what Dozevich or Night got to do with it, but still. Mankind wants to do the elbow and Rock chastising flat. He cannot use his moves either, and when Mankind discusses a sock, the Rock just leaves.
1: And here comes Ivory. She tells Cole to stop oogling her and then rambles about nonsense until she is attacked by Tory.
0: And then our main event is Mankind and the Rock versus the Untake and Big Show for the tag team title. So we see show coming out. Big Show goes straight into the ring. And Untake, we've seen this recently from him, just taking a step back and seeing if Big Show can handle this himself. And straight away, Rock and Mankind go into the attack of the Big Show. And to be fair to the Big Show, Mankind and the Rock together probably doesn't weigh what Big Show does. And now they're trying to Irish whip him. But can't. nice power move by Big Show. Turn them away. Go down low, low and a double
1: bulldog. Nice. Indeed, yes. And the uh, Rock's in there with the Big Show. Now Man, comes on the outside. Undertaker is in the corner, but how much will he get involved in this match?
0: Well, it's coming to the end of the Undertaker now. This is one of the last few matches with him as a dead man until he went away. So it be interesting to see. He is carrying a lot of injuries. Same could be said for Mankind as well, though. Big right hands You're trying to use their ropes in the ropes on a big show. The man
1: can't get caught in a sidewalk slam, show powers him down. So big show, long hair or short hair or bald head? I don't mind this look, to be fair.
0: It's weird because all these guys have kinda of changed their looks over the years, uh, to the more kinda of, this is like their traditional looks, if you know what I mean, and then kinda of change I mean like it's like the rock, what do you prefer now? Do you prefer the rock back then the way he was or kinda of where he is now or where he was five years <laughs> ago?
1: I like The Rock now, you know, because... Uh, no, sorry, like, I mean, now as in 20 years ago. I mean, currently now, I think he looks too big and bulky and, yeah, no. Nah.
0: I mean, The Rock at this moment in time looks like a star at that point. He's the kind of shining light in the WF. You can just... There's something about him, the kind of connection. But, I mean, credit to, to Mankind as well, because, you know, he's never been the best... Uh, Dressed gentleman, but we kind of know why this outfit's come about because he was McMahon's choice. Well, was '98, you know, wearing that suit from, for uh, Vince McMahon and being screwed out of it, crowning the Rockers champ, and now, a year later, managing to sort stuff out.
1: Absolutely, yeah. um You know, and these two guys had an empty arena match as well. It's been, it has been a, a really fun merry-go-round, you know, the story that's. Got on between everyone, especially everyone involved in this match as well.
0: I, I mean, a lot of people don't like the corporate ministry, untaker, this type. Of, but in a, in a way, you know, especially during, because this is like the untaker at my time, I think there's a lot worse uh, untakers that we saw, maybe even the kind of later on with him. At this point, it's just trying to make the Big Show into the monster. Do you think Big Show's had good success since coming over from WSW in January?
1: Um, I don't I don't know. I don't think he has been a monster that he could have been. I think he could have been more monstrous.
0: I think this is what the Undertaker is trying to do with him. is trying to bring out this kind of nastier side.
1: Like a big nasty bastard, but you don't get that until later on in his career when he's kind of slowed down a lot.
0: And big Show would have a lot of trouble. He had a very heavy smoker, and of course he's piling on the pounds at the moment as well.
1: Yeah, there is that.
0: <laughs> but you can see with the Undertaker, he's not moving freely either. At the moment, Big Show has got control. It's been power slowing mankind around the wing- ring, and now we've got the bear hug. Just squeezing the life out of
1: mankind.
0: And this is the way you would feel it would go with Mankind being beaten up, looking for the tag for The Rock.
1: Absolutely, and The Undertaker hasn't even been in yet.
0: Mankind could take a lot of punishment.
1: Well, Mankind biting Big Show's ear to try and free himself, gets a few huge right hands in, but just walks into a big back out, but Mankind's progress has been halted for now. Apparently, Jerry the King Lawler would buy The Rock's really expensive shirts off him.
0: Discounted price. Yeah, $500. The Rock used to splash out. I've, swore, I've seen the King wearing it. Next kickoff show you see, look at the King, bet you he's wearing one of the Rock shirts.
1: When he, um, I think when he was announcing King of the Ring or something, he uh, he was wearing a Rock, and there's t- pictures side by side of the Rock wearing it like about 15 years ago, and then
0: Jerry the King wearing it. And the Undertaker. there, I don't know if that's quite telling, he threw Mankind over the barricade, but didn't couldn't go after him, couldn't lift his leg over, he was just hitting him with right hands.
1: So, do you think this is kind of why they teamed Undertaker on the big show up and having the Undertaker saying, look, you do it all, I need the rest. You know, I've, I've got my face out there. Look, you see him <laughs> barely hobbling his way to the ring. Yeah, and
0: that ain't, he ain't in great shape, but they're tag team champions at the moment, so they've got no choice.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and is this, I suppose this isn't something you really kind of noticed back then watching it. You know, you just think, oh yeah, look, you know, it's the Undertaker doing his typical character kind of stuff, but. Once you hear backstories and you kind of realise things, you know, it's, it changes the whole perspective of it. Yeah, that, exactly, and this is what the weird
0: thing about it is, looking back and think when this happened, you know, for me, the other just disappeared. They just said, yeah. oh, yeah, he went home. But now you can actually see. There's a question of how close he is to retirement as he just walks away from the big show now.
1: Well, limps away. <laughs> you can see him grimacing
0: as he's walking as well. And now it's just a big show against mankind in there. Rock's on the apron and pulled bearers. Well, the Undertaker always said he'd stab Big Show in the front, but as he just walked out and his partner
1: now... Well, as hoping Hebner had his attention on The Rock, Mankind low-blowed The Big Show. Got himself a bit of separation. Can he get the tag to The Great One? And there we go, tag to The Rock. And the crowd erupts. And The Rock tagging Big Show with the huge right hands. Foley's in to help him. The Big Show takes them both down. Well, that is impressive by The Big Show. And he said, that's over now. Huge choke slam to The Rock. Mankind's got the chair. <laughs> now, Big Show kicks it straight back into Turns' attention back to the rock. And one hand pin. Now, now going for a proper cover on the rock. No, but the rock managing to kick out. Uh, the distraction from Mankind proved fruitful there. And Big Show's furious. Now going to go for the elbow. Oh, but the rock rolling out of the way at the last second. Uh, Big Show hitting nothing but Matt. And now Mankind's looking for Socko. And He's got to shove down Big Show's gullet. A big show fighting out. Referee's being bumped into the corner. And now has got the chair. <laughs> Unprotected chair shot to the
0: head. And so you take the big man down. And The Rock now calling mankind over. And <laughs> we're going to see for the first time ever. Rock and sock elbow. Bang,
1: they both hit. <laughs> Double elbow rocking the cover. One, two, three. <laughs> and this one-time only alliance is... uh result with them getting a the tag team titles so uh again two singles wrestlers title off two other singles wrestlers this has got to be grinding your gears
0: well the thing is i like about it is that the oddball tag teams much like you know recently with uh well i say recently daniel bryan and kane team no, and, and people like that i think this is why it works when it's done well because you've got someone like La Rock. Who kind of accepting into mankind and you're along with the journey, you are mankind in this. It's kind of weird to see, and I think that's what's enjoyable. And it can't kind of, you leave it in thinking, well, what's going to happen now? You know, the tag champions, it's a great moment, isn't it? You know,
1: it is uh, certainly an iconic moment. And you know, the rock and sock connection who would have thunk it?
0: Yeah, I think raw has been uh, great recently. What are your thoughts this month on WF?
1: I think it has been very exciting, Um, you know, the changes, seeing the game come through as well. I think that's uh, very exciting. I look forward to see what happens with that storyline. And, you know, the Rock and Sock, the debut of SmackDown as well, Chris Jericho's debut and seeing where that leads. I just think they need to focus on a proper tag team division.
0: Yeah, it's been quite an eventful month, hasn't it, when we look at kind of started off with Austin as champ, now we've got the new Triple H and where we go from here. And like I said, there's there's bits and pieces to work on, but this is what their kind of foundation is now, and we'll see it grow from here, all from uh, this month in WWE versus WSW, But that is it. For now, our next episode will be our NXT UK special. Yes, next weekend we bring you free NXT action.
1: First, at 8pm on Friday night, we bring you three episodes of NXT UK as we build towards TakeOver.
0: Then Saturday, we are live at 5 for NXT TakeOver Cardiff pre-show featuring games, masturbate, shout-outs and more. And then, finally.
1: Finally! Sunday at 8 p.m. the whole NXT Takeover event featuring Tyler Bate versus Volta for the NXT UK Championship. Yeah, I can't believe it. It's now time for Takeover Cardiff, baby! But
0: that is it for WWE vs WWE for the month. Don't forget, you can follow us on Twitter at WWE Network Review or at Vince McDan WWE. I'm at Jones School. Roams across all the Google platforms. Send us an email the WWE Podcast at Gmail We're on Facebook.
1: Yes, Facebook, come and find our page and give us a like with the WWE Network Review Podcast. Or you can come and find me and add me as a friend. I am Vince McDan.
0: Subscribe to our YouTube channel, WWE Network Review Podcast. All the latest clips on there. Be the same time we do other places like SoundCloud. On your phone. We're on Spreaker Radio, where I've got live shows, Stitcher Radio and iTunes. We can download, subscribe, rate and review there.
1: Website coming soon. <laughs> Currently, uh, uh, the website... WWE Network Review Pod, or the WNRpodcast.com is coming very soon. It has been underway. James gave me a sneak preview of it, and it is a hell load of awesomeness. But until our next
0: episode, which will be NXT NXT UK, I have been James Rowlands, and as always, I was joined by Dan White. Thanks for listening, everybody, and bye
1: bye.